Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Exercises. Getting your hindsight ready. <laughs> yeah, a lot of squats. Oh, I'm getting your butt eye ready yeah, to go. Yeah, just trying to get my Squat, butt eye. Open, get my third butt Look, eye. It really open up. helps uh, with the pooping. My hindsight <laughs> is 2020 now. Yeah. exercises aren't just for women, boys. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never you. sat on a toilet seat without the lid down because my uh, hindsight is 2020. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock, number 190. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Just Michael. Captain Luddite. Captain, welcome back. Oh, well, thank Good you. to have you back. Thank you. Thank you have a good show? here in town. Yes, I was in a town full of pee. Um, yeah, it was and a good time. And then you were in a show. <laughs> well, yes, I live in Vegas, so I'm in a town full of pee. And then also I did a show called You're in Town <laughs> over at the Nevada Conservatory Theater at the UNLV campus, which is really just the UNLV drama department putting on their main stage productions but they gloss it up nice yeah it's not bad it, well it's one of those you know uh, the college is always especially in the theater world so not reality of what theater is actually going to be when you get out in the real ain't world ain't it the truth <laughs> <laughs> that's why i quit to become an actor it's such a lie i quit it theater <laughs> school to go become an actor yeah and i learned it is it's totally yeah, it's different and, i mean and, well, i mean you get there eventually if sure. you do the ultimate thing where they actually can build whatever they want and the sets and the costumes and you yeah. have a full crew and you have a full orchestra and you have all of that. It's it happens. Well, that's more than what my my department was yeah. a joke compared to yeah. that. Was, yeah. Yeah, this, well, that sounds like they really got their shit together. <laughs> uh, UNLV is, I think, a little, no offense to those who are members of that school, I think it's a little hit or miss when it comes to their productions. Okay. And so they have a good show and I think they have a bad show and apparently sure. this was one of their better shows, yeah. especially musicals-wise. So good, good, nice. good to hear. But they don't do a lot of musicals. so. Well. But they don't really have a department for it. so. But uh, yeah, it was fun. You know, It was nice to meet some of those kids and some of them are... And I got to work with Glenn Heath, mm-hmm. who's a, a local theater guy and used to be an improv guy here in town for a little while and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, all that stuff. He is always in a show. <laughs> yeah, and he's a total huge supporter of the Las Vegas theater community yep. and does like four or five shows a year. Yep. You know, like at least. Town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I did like eight shows last year. But like this one, he got called in last minute, two or three weeks into rehearsals because we lost a guy, you know, so mm-hmm. it was nice. So, yeah. He always does the uh, curtain call with Eric Ball show. Uh, if you're interested in the Las Vegas uh, theater community, look them up online. You can also listen on AM radio. I'm sorry. I AM don't know 1400. The, oh, there you go. At 10 o'clock on Sunday nights. There you go. So they it's, got the skinny it's on usually all the stuff, a theater. sports channel, a local radio sports channel. Wow. During the evenings, during the day, it's a home shopping network on the radio. Oh, my mom loves that part of it. She adores it. She Which buys weirdest, so much from that. That's the weirdest thing to me. Like, well, we have here this, like, you can't even see it. I assume there's got to be an online version that you can at least see what you're buying. Yeah, I think that. And then you phone into the radio but it's isn't it mostly oh. like tickets to shows it's and restaurants? Shows and they have a lot of deals on there. So if you're looking, I thought for it was just knives, and they they, <laughs> they have a guy that they cut every time they bring out another knife. And they're like, all right, Bill, let, let, tell us tell us as we drag <laughs> this one down your back. This what's knife. what's the feeling on this one? Well, it's just a rated edge, so uh, so Carl, it's, it's really hurts. Reminds uh, me of my ex-wife. It's a clean cut, but it's also you know it's going to leave a, a really big wound because it gets in deep. Ribs the flesh right but, out. Uh, that's a good point, though. If you're looking sawn for, on bone, if you're looking for deals for local shows, and uh, not necessarily on the strip so much, but even some of the strip shows, 
uh, that would definitely be a place to look. Is that she buys almost all of her shows there? Yeah, because apparently they do get a lot of deals where it's like two for ones or uh, stuff like that that aren't normal deals that you can find. Yep. So fourteen hundred a.m. So a and a theater show. Theater and then at ten o'clock at night they have a theater <laughs> show. And at nine before that, once a week they have a video game show. Because I happened to tune in a little oh, early really? one week, and it's a couple of guys just talking about video games. Awesome. So, wow. yeah, Have for these like people not heard of podcasts, I know it's right. Well, well, actually, years. Uh, year, I'm sure it does both. I'm sure they uh, turned into a podcast. It's a little fresh. bit of both. Yeah. Uh, and Glenn was telling me they don't, you know, they're not making any dough off of it. Well, that's. Uh, but there are commercials and such, and yeah, he actually videotapes the shows. Mm-hmm. And then post them online as okay. well, so you can watch the video later on. Actually, before we started this whole thing, before I did the video show, I was actually looking at putting a a actual radio show together of this kind of thing. See? So, no. so this this is part of the, that fruit. Yeah. I guess. And for those of you curious, I recently heard something on that station about they're doing a thing. Hey, have you always wanted to do a radio show? Well, we want to help you do a radio show for the first ah, time. There you and, go. and you call, I think the number was 2211200, if my memory serves me correctly. No, local give it a listeners. call, folks what at home. What the fuck is going on here, Rain Man? Yeah. You got all the digits. What's, what's, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting worried now. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely 221120. What other geeky things to do this week besides memorize random, really poignant numbers? <laughs> Short of being in a lavish Broadway musical, <laughs> not much. Well, I don't think this happened this week. This was last week, but still, I don't. I don't did I mention it? Did I t- yeah, I did. No, I don't talk about it. So yeah. So there, that was that. Good. <laughs> right. yeah, well done, go. Paul. Uh-huh. Well done. Good as story. Hey, hey, good story. Good story. Oh, uh, my other uh, my other Simpsons figure Paul. came in. My repaint. Is, of, is it the one you wanted? No, it is the one I wanted. Good. Okay. So now I am one action figure short of the entire Simpsons Playmate oh, well, and Teletronic line. Wow. Yep. Speaking mm-hmm. of action figures and mail, um, what's going on with Hordak? Oh boy, you want the story? Yeah. The whole? Okay. So, Maddie Collector has caused a tempest in a teapot yet again by infuriating half of or better of their user base by offering a chase figure in this limited edition already subscriber collector line. They do this every year, don't they? No, not no. to this extent. Not to this degree. Not to this. There extent. is okay. a there is a collect a, a, a convention exclusive figure already, Strobo, who's out there. Yeah. There is the uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive, which they made the Rock guys, Stone Darn Rock on, which is very counterintuitive to my way of thinking it. But it's a sort of 180 from last year. Last year they made Vicron, and nobody wanted that thing. And this year they're making Stone Darn Rock on, and everybody wants Stone Darn Rock on. At least to my way of thinking, because I grew up with those guys, and they're they're really they're core, they're core figures. They're of the classic line. You know what I mean? Vicron was never a figure per se. It was a, basically a reimagining of the test figures that they used uh, when they they showed little kids yeah. in the room, like, "Hey, you want to play with that thing?" And like one of them looks like Boba Fett. One of, you know has three little outfits for him. Uh, anyway, the prototype He Man was what it was. He wasn't really a figure, but this next thing is. A but anyway. So Hordak is always in the line. He's been in the line for a long time, and he's one of the evergreens. <laughs> Hordak is one of the guys that you can actually buy on the site anytime, so long as there's still supply uh, going on. Skeletor is actually sold out right now. They're, they're out of Skeletors. Um, but this new figure that they came out with is called the Spirit of Hordak, and all it is is a translucent red Hordak, redeco and repaint. 
Lots less paint on him. He has painted red eyes. Right. His horde symbol in the center is painted, and I think some little emblems on his boots. Translucent plastic. And he comes with a white crossbow, which was the original color style of Hordak crossbow when he was first released. He comes with a gray one in the classic line. Okay. So a lot of people are just buying that figure just to get the crossbow. It's part of it. Okay. But regardless, it is a strange thing because half the subscribers are like, hey, ass fucks. We subscribed to this series of figures precisely because you said it's going to be hard to get all the figures this year. And it's been true. There have already been two examples of figures selling out before day of sales. So if you didn't subscribe, you weren't going to be even to have a chance to purchase the figure on the day of the sale. Okay? So that makes sense. Uh, the fact that it's a chase figure, and the way they're putting it out, just randomly, if you go on the site, just randomly, his little emblem will pop up, and you can click on there and buy him. There's no predetermined time. No time, or... no big announcements. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he'll just pop up. And it's it's... That's the idea is cool. Ridiculously awesome. The idea is cool, and it drives heavy traffic to that site. They're yeah. going to be people checking every hour and shit. Uh, yeah, oh, it's it's must be going nuts. It's brilliant, but it's also maddening for some because if you're a subscriber, now here's the here's the kind of kick in the dick. Here's the kind of kick in the dick. As a subscriber, you are entitled to what they call early access. Okay. Okay. So every month, when the figures go on sale around the fifteenth. They have not only those specific figures that are in the line already available, uh, sometimes available for purchase, but they will also have reissues or leftover back stock of usually two other figures that you can purchase. Okay, As a subscriber, you get early access. So that means today, the sale is tomorrow. So today, you are able to log on at 8 in the morning. It's supposed to go on sale at 8 in the morning and pick. And they were going to have Spirit of Hordak, Slushhead, and Stinkor which are all the ones that are going to be available. By the way, you're giving me a hard time about me remembering. Yeah. No, I, well, <laughs> I don't remember. I guess it's because I don't know. I don't remember numbers. I'm terrible at remembering numbers. And that blows my mind. Other uh, inane shit, figures? I got it now. He's got it. Yeah, action so figures. So you're yeah. Rain Man and he's Simple Jack. Yeah, <laughs> Simple Jack from, from names from a thousand years ago. Got it. You never go full retard. So, so they, you know, they, they, they're like, okay, guys, we know everyone's kind of in a bit of a fuss about Hordak, but he's going to be available for early access this month too. That's going to be part of the, of the the bonus, you know. So as a subscriber, as you a still subscriber, have access to this. I character. have a chance to get the thing because they're going to, say, but it's in limited uh, quantity, of uh, course, you know. So you pick one of the three. You can pick as many as you want. Oh, okay. You can pick as many as you want. But here's the thing: so the same thing happened with Strobo. Strobo is their. Uh, Touring exclusive. So there's going to be other chances for people to purchase it, but it's only at cons. Yeah. Okay. Again, but one of the perks of being in the, cl- the club was, hey, you get early access. You might actually get a Strobo. But it, they don't really word it that way. They need to really word it like, there's a tiny chance that you might get a Strobo with oh, your really? early access yeah. chance. Because it just, it just sells out real quick. Same thing. So here's me today. I tried it with Strobo. It was, go- it was sold out way before I got Now today I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. See if I can pick up Hordak. So I go on at eight. The sale gets delayed to like eight fifteen. Just keep I just keep refreshing, refreshing, blah, 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 blah. It's bullshit. You know, it's just kind of how it is. So I'm farting around, flipping through sites. I finally go back on there about eight eighteen. And I get on. 
I'm like, oh, there he is. Okay. So I snag him, throw him in my cart, tap in my information. I've got all my information ready to go because I'm a subscriber. All I have to do is put in my um, security code for my credit card and fill out the CAPTCHA okay. uh, info. Boom. Hit it. Denied. Sold out. <laughs> Sold out. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. In literally under a minute, like a, around a minute. Of, of being on sale, gone, because the quantities were so low uh, available and the demand was so high. So it's gone. So there's the early access bonus. That's just it. kind of That's off your the subscriber. Yeah, exactly. There's my subscriber perk. <laughs> Jack me off in my hand. Whatever. Wait, wait, wait. You had it in your cart. In my cart. So most, most the- retail sites, retail websites, if it's in your cart, it gives you a time limit. It'll say, yeah. if you do not finish your purchase within X amount yep. of minutes, mm-hmm. this will be returned to inventory. Yep. So that means that yep. that their inventory system is fucked up. Oh. So if oh, it's yeah. added to your Have cart... Have you not heard all the stories about this company? This is the thing. This is, this this is, is, this the, is the maddening stuff about Digital this River. This is what they do. And then Mattel in general. Yeah. This yeah. is what's great. So me, hardcore subscriber... You know, I didn't get to bed till almost six. I woke my ass up well, at, at almost right. seven, right. and I'm like, and I'm like, going, it's my own fault, but whatever. It's the schedule I keep. But I, but I did it. You know, I did. Yeah. I'm doing what I'm what I'm asked to try and fill in my line. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to get your motherfuckers part. I mean, money. The, the deal is the people who bought the twenty uh, dollar uh, figures that they made, because clearly that's how many they made. We're <laughs> all subscribers. Like, because they well, yes, were all they were. Yes, they were all subscribers, the yeah. And they could order up to four. And so that's what happens, too, is like a lot of them, they, they all order four because they, they know there's high three, demand. They sell they three sell online eBay, for give to friends, hours. Which I can't blame. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's it, That's what that's the nature of the biz. But at the same time, as a subscriber and as a person who's going to be asked in the coming months yeah. to resubscribe, it's shenanigans. But to that's sell out what, in three minutes is people caca. But that's every figure. That's yeah. that's the way they've been going this this line. And that's the thing that kind of makes it crazy. It's like every figure in this line is a chase figure. There's not an unvaluable figure. I mean, they're at least at their base price if not more even on eBay or anything. 98% of all the figures they've made have gone up in value and almost all of them sell out within the first 20 minutes of any sale. Regardless if it's a low run or what uh, but then the and, and then the other thing that infuriates a lot of people is like you got figures like fisto which were a very low production run this was this is stuff from last year still kit fisto nope even better the real fisto <laughs> uh. and a very low production run subscribers some subscribers didn't even get their fisto Oh wow! And they ran out of customer service stock. Oh, oh no, they yeah. got fisted. Oh, they got fisted. They got <laughs> fisted. They got not fisted. My fisto. Just not the way they yeah. wanted. And so it's just one more kind of slap in the face. I admire the strategy. I think it's a brilliant marketing idea. I don't think it belongs in this particular line. I don't know if it's a. It's a good. It's a. Yeah, it's an okay marketing idea. It's not a very strong PR move. Yeah. When you're but. asking people who are paying stupid money, because even because. Even after I ordered, it's a $25 figure at base. Yeah. You add on taxes and shipping, it yes. comes to almost $39. Yeah. I'm paying almost $40 for a six-inch figure, yeah. and I was denied that ability <laughs> at the 11th hour still. I'm like, guys, and that's the thing. That's what it, it's, just, it's just a lot of weird shit. It's like you, but they know they, have, they know they have us by the short and curlies. This is a very passionate Fan but they base. also know it's it's a small enough fan base that they can't get too carried away. One would hope. 
uh, to make too many because then so I get it that yeah that's just they, it they're trying to not have too many leftover in yeah the but storage. at the same time if you've got but, a set number of subscribers but you know you, I've got you know I need to have five hundred subscribers x number yeah, of I figures. should make at least four hundred and fifty of this doll yeah, if but not honestly 500. but honestly yeah. from the yeah from the yeah. You make, that, you make a point. set number. You make a set number yeah. plus 10% well, to cover any returns, damages, etc. And, it's and not, that should be it. It's not the last time you can get him. That's the thing. This thing is still ongoing. That's just it. But they want to keep the keep the project going. And like you just said, um, you know, you want to make sure it's not going to they're going to be enough to 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 get backstock. But even like so Stinkor even sold out today. Backstock on Stinkor even sold out. At early access. Now, that was a bit of an advantage for those who needed a Stinkor, if you're a subscriber and didn't get a Stinkor last year or something like that. But it's not like these things don't sell out. Slushhead is going to still sit there for a little bit, maybe. He'll eventually sell out. But nobody's banging down the door because he's a new Adventures of He-Man figure that nobody gives a fuck about. And they got to keep... I hope the uh, Rumor is next year they're going to finish out the Essentials. Okay. And then that's it. If That could be it. Then we can keep going if if there's still good goodwill and fan demand. Great. Yeah. But so if they far, keep throwing out these crazies, and if they keep fucking us, like I'm gonna take a real hard look at Grayskull at Con. Yeah. Because before I yeah, because really said that you're, full on uh, commit. I mean, I'm still committed to it. I will probably get it. I have money set aside to buy it. I but still think you should cancel it. Based I might. On everything you've told me like so I said, far. I got I'd a buddy been. in town who probably could make you one for half the price. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm true. Really, I'm really tempted to just forego it. And put that three hundred towards a project of a Grace Golf facade that I would really love. Then yeah. you could like, have it done the way you want. Get it my done. ideal Grace Golf facade made I, up. My buddy Justin, he could do it. Yeah, Does if he I can attest, had, Justin's badass. Yeah, if the company had ever what? treated me the way that they've been treating their fans, I would have said, "Fuck you, fuck you." That's they've got to be like they've got to be up up against EA for worst company because yeah, <laughs> it, I've been to the Maddie website. It is not easy or or. Conducive no. to shopping. None of it's. Uh, You're there as a fan trying yeah. to give them money, and they just make it so hard for you to do that. Yeah, yeah. and it's ridiculous. The well, worst thing you can do as a company is is make it difficult for people that want to buy your product to give you money. Yeah, if you've got to go through so many loops. On top of that, hoops. This rather. month, I'm still willing. I was still willing to give them forty dollars for this fucking figure, and they have already gouged me this month for over a hundred for the club. Because they put in the the three pack that nobody wanted <laughs> of the fighting foemen, which are figures based on the pictures that were on the model kits from Ertl way back in the goddamn day. Not even they're not even characters. Whatever they're whatever it's fine. That's what you got for your subscription and price. That that and Karate, who's another what do you call it guy from exactly from uh, New Adventures. So this okay. month has the most the least fan demanded characters of any month ever and it's the most expensive it's, it's so many things like that just like Gah! but i've got to do it and then i've also got to still <laughs> subscribe it. so this is what kills me you have to buy shit you don't want so that you can get the shit so you, you do can want make sure you get the shit you do want yeah that is that is the most ridiculous thing ever it's right. not it's even, fucking even it's smart is. even the columbia record set. club had a better business model somewhat yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's the thing, but see, that's just it. And the, the way they've done this, and the way they've taken the numbers down so far, you can't just be a cherry picker. You can't just come in and buy whenever you want. You're going to pay crazy premium if you don't get in the subscription. But you still got You're still paying premium because you're getting you're still shit like paying the fighting foemen, close to a thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. on 
Even time, easily, yeah. Even time life yeah. books let you send back the books you didn't want. And the, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the DVDs uh, uh, or the CDs. And I mean, I'm already in two subscriptions. I have my but regular subscription, and there's a Filmation exclusive subscription that I'm in too. And if they cock that up, ooh, and I could give a fuck about. Oh, the f- you'll ooh. just keep paying more money. Exactly. I will. I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a perfect example. The Columbia Records, like, because yeah, if you didn't like the You're CD right. you wanted, you could send it back. I but mean, the only still... thing is, if you forgot to send it back, then you got screwed yeah. the full price of twenty sure. bucks. Sure. For some, but you, you also know, were committed to buy like on, you know five albums a year. Yeah. So it's like. You could only send back so many at a time. If they did something like that, you're like, yeah. I really but the don't problem is, really lots of human beings listen to music. Very few give a fuck, fuck about, about a He-Man, He-Man action figure. Yeah. That's the problem. There's just not enough <laughs> demand saying. for it. Yeah, I mean, there is, but there, there is. is. There's enough demand that they can really manipulate this yeah. hardcore what fan saying, base. What I'm seeing is like they're gouging you for figures you don't want. Yep. If they gave an option, like to say <laughs> that you had, you know, up to like five figures a year you could send back that you did not absolutely want they'd go out or, of business or that you in a could year. you could opt out yeah, of so they that you wouldn't could be keep able to your do subscription and then you know buy the shit it'd be wonderful whatever but that, that does come along that's i i don't know why you do what you do man that's that's ridiculous because spend money on really stuff strong it's had some good stuff there's still some great stuff coming down the I pipe just, i can't imagine paying money for stuff i don't want yeah. i don't i don't think i've ever done that and if I did, I'd be like, fuck this, I'm taking it back. Well, you can still, there's still a huge secondary market, and there's nothing to stop you from trading. And that's the thing, the community is really good on He-Man.org. Plenty of people will do trades and swaps and whatnot. You know? And I'm thinking about going to PowerCon. I'm thinking really hard about it. Uh, so, who knows? But anyway. As a uh, consumer, it's your responsibility <laughs> to vote with your dollars. Yeah. And you're voting... To get treated the way yeah. you're being you're treated. Vo- yes, you're voting saying, I want a giant corporate cock up my ass. It's, it's, it's getting to that point. And, it's, yeah. and more and more people are thinking this might be the end of the line. They might not get next next year. Yeah. Which makes me sad. But that's why I am voting with my dog. Because you because don't have... I like to keep the He-Man brand cooking. Okay. Better the devil you know? Exactly. Uh, well, I still well, want Rio Blast. Or the devil like he doesn't have it all. Be better about. something crappy than nothing at all. Exactly. Right. I still desperately want Rio Blast and Extendar. Those are the two that I'm really jonesing for. Dragster would be great to really fill out the the horde. But Mantena's coming, so the base horde is kind of covered for this year. So I'm okay with the horde. It's just a few. There's just a handful that I'm waiting for now. Right. Mattel has just got the carrot on the stick, and is they're that? dangling out yeah, in front of him. Yeah, they know what they're doing. And he's, he's following the stick, and he's well, like, I'm going to eventually get the pa- carrot. Make, how many of those makes it glappy. Makes Simpson it very glappy. dolls are there? Yeah. How many but Simpson every, dolls are there? I wouldn't, I, there were maybe two that I didn't like out of that whole Yeah, but how many are there? Uh, last count, it's somewhere around 175. Yeah, that's a lot of individual figures. figures. But I really like every one of them. I understand. There's really not one that I... I can't even... Th- I, seriously, I can't think of a single... F- let me think. I'm but that's probably not think. true of most people. No, no. You know? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I, I could I could, I could, have uh, done without uh, Flanders in the campout gear. I could kind of give a fuck about that figure. That's kind of one I just had to get for complete sake. Stupid But I found Flanders. it super, super... Yeah, stupid Flanders. But I found it super cheap, so it didn't matter. And that may be it. And like, oh, database. Database, I think, is a shit figure. Waste of a figure. And he's tiny. He's minuscule. He's like ill-proportioned and weird. Huh. See, do you even know who Database is? No. no. Me either. Except <laughs> he's in the later s- seasons. He wears red glasses and he has little mini Jufro. Tiny little nerd guy. He hangs out with Bart and Milhouse sometimes. Mm, vaguely. Yeah. You'd, you'd know him if you saw him, uh, but okay, not maybe. very much. Huh. Very vague. Yeah. and the, But the figure is really poor. But he's one of the few that's kind of like... Pfft. 
But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people who are like, do we really need 175? How many, sure. How many He-Man figures do we need? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just it. That's just it. And this now line, they're just now they're just clearly milking it for as much. That's as what they they're can. doing. That's what the, they got ahead of themselves. They built a roadmap, quote unquote, through 2016, Boy. and things went well enough that it looked like it might actually do that. They've had to scale back and go. Okay, we're going to try and get all the essentials out by the end of 2014. Which, if they hold to that, they've got my money. Because yeah. we're because we're close. They know they got you. Yeah, I don't think they're going to hold it. They got you. They got you by the short and curlies. My ultimate fears are going to stop this year because fandom, people are finally going to just be just, fed up. There's yeah. not going to be enough to, to, to make it through. Well, goodwill sounds like that, that's, yeah, they're that, burning everything. That's your ultimate fear in life? No. Ah. My ultimate fear about this line okay. is that they're going to kill They're going to kill it because of that. Then, uh, then what's going to happen is they're just going to move all these assets into production on the movie action figures, which are coming in a couple years. Oh, yeah. Then there's going to be that. Which will be fine. And to some of you out there that probably already believe we've started news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've never yeah. thought Who gives I would a shit? be happy to hear news that I don't <laughs> give a shit about. Uh, we told, told you last week that Warner Brothers was bringing Dungeons & Dragons back to the big screen. Yes. Uh, turns out Hasbro claimed they own the rights to D&D. Yay! Uh, not fight, o- fight, fight! <laughs> not only that... Big stupid company fight! They say they've got a film of their own in the works with Yay! Universal. Yay! Fight, fight, fight! Which would see Chris Morgan, the man behind the last five Fast and Furious films, <laughs> in charge. <laughs> Meanwhile... Wow. <laughs> what, what's the opposite of a nerd guess? No, uh, no! Okay, keep going, but I'll tell yeah, you why I this mean, will work. Dwayne Johnson's right. going to be good. No, you know why this will work? Vin Diesel. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel is a nerd. Yeah. He is, he's no, probably yeah. why this is happening. Dwayne Johnson's That's a good point. A big, big D&D he's player from the, nerdy, from the way not, back. He's more gay than nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock... He likes the dudes. Uh, what? <laughs> it's all good. I ain't sweating it. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, he's a man pal. So, uh, <laughs> so meanwhile, Warner Brothers has the chainmail script from David Lee Johnson that we talked about, the guy who penned Wrath of the Titans. So who has the rights? Well, that's very much up in the air right now. According to Hasbro spokesperson Wayne Char- Charness, quote, Hasbro owns the intellectual property rights to Dungeons & Dragons, period, because of Hasbro's acquisition of Wizards of the Coast in 1998. Unquote. But allegedly, insiders at Warner claim that this issue has come up before, and it's already clear that Solomon and Warner hold the rights to make the film. So now it's time to roll initiative. But still, my <laughs> choice is Fast and the Furious or Clash of the Titans. No, like, Wrath of the Titans. Wrath not of even, the Titans. Not even the first one. Yeah, Those yeah. are my choices. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But hey, yeah. you know what though? Seriously, if I'm thinking about it. If you put dragons instead of cars. I'm down. <laughs> I will say I trust it more in the hands of the Fast and Furious Isn't guys. That f- I do. Versus the Wrath of the Tokyo Titan Drift guys. is no, not a bad you. movie. I hear you. Tokyo Drift <laughs> is not a bad movie. You heard it here. No, it's a mindless. Have you right seen now. Tokyo Drift? <laughs> I saw like five minutes of it and was so. It's a Tokyo mindless Drift action is flick. not a bad movie. As it mindless, is not a good movie. As mindless it action flicks go, movie. it's entertaining. Exactly. The it's, the acting yeah. was so piss poor. I was just like, I cannot believe this. The acting's not not great. You know what? I got to say, that movie's no worse than The Expendables. I would even say, I would go so far to say The Expendables was a better movie. Uh, And and not 
<laughs> Expendables mm. is well, it felt not like a... The charm of the Expendables is that you know all those stars, and so you can forgive their horrible acting. Well, that, I mean, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's yeah. two films of that pure is. fan service is, yeah. is all it is. Yeah. And fan service for action movie lovers. But yeah. see, and, but, and, but that's and, fast and, and Tokyo furious. Drift is fan service for... For we car were, lovers. But yeah, even I get more, that. But Tokyo Drift was more specific because it was basically like... The Americanized version of Initial D was what it was, and so for those of you who don't know, you don't, don't know, know Initial I don't D. Know, I don't so know Initial, Initial D, D is a drifting manga, which is huge over in Japan, and has tons and tons of volumes, and also anime and live action films. Wait, what's a drifting manga? A dr- manga about drifting. What's a manga? They make a manga. Manga about is drifting. manga is a comic book I in think Japan. What's his question? A yeah. Manga is a, is a, is yeah, a, is a I, I'm just confused. A Japanese comic book. There is a, not. I'm not. I get that there's a manga about cars. Yeah, but it's a, specifically about drifting. drifting. Specifically and, about and cars sliding in a circle. Yeah. Well, not just sliding in a circle. It's the mountain. It's it's the stuff that happened in Tokyo Drift. Because that's those very mountainous, curvy roads they okay. have to navigate. Sure. That's what that's what Initial D is about. Being really good at but, racing down those dangerous. Challenging to par, uh, to uh, make uh, visual on a page. Is what well, the is visual no, the, Torgo's the, the, it's about the human drama. The, yeah. No, it's not. It, it, they try to be. They try to be. It's about fast cars. Yeah, and it, and it's it's kind of like uh, Gran Turismo in that way. It's very oh, fetishistic. Okay, sure. And yeah. and but I I'm down with that because it does you know totally just fetishize the car culture. Cool. The acting can take a back seat because I thought some of the 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 way they captured that drive those driving sequences in uh, Tokyo Drift were actually pretty compelling and, and and decent to watch. Well, and where that series has it in spades is in the action. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all, the mean, talking. The a, talking just leads you to the action. Series. I saw a trailer to the most recent one coming up, and it just looks absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it, yeah that bonkers. That trailer. When I watched that trailer, I thought for sure it was for GI Joe. I, it's it, well because it's got everybody the same, the same people, and then I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, GI Joe, and then and it goes Fast and Furious Five. I'm like, this six. is retarded. Six, oh, six, yeah, yeah exactly. you're one behind. Uh, and I tell like, you, this is the stupidest. There's like ever nine happening. shots in that trailer of people just flying through the air, just yeah. human bodies flying through the air to jump from one vehicle to another, 110 miles an hour. Yeah, it's full of its. And they got a stuff. tank. <laughs> and they got a. And tank. they got a yeah. tank. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that was. Like, Oh, G.I. Joe. Yeah. No. no. Fast and Furious. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? You think sure. in the G.I. Joe movie, they go, they got a tank. Yeah, yeah, they're called hisses, and they're fucking awesome. No, let's don't make hisses and fucking... Seriously. Why the fuck? I haven't seen the new one. Is there okay. a hiss tank? I don't know. I, don't I never so. saw either of them. So. I don't think there is. Was that not the coolest looking goddamn toy ever? Yeah, this is cool. Tank, the hiss cool. was a pretty cool toy, yeah. yeah. What the fuck are these people smoking? I don't know. Why do I they have it, to be so different? That was the great thing about G.I. Joe. It was all about the uh, the uh, vehicles. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're going to have to pay G. these I mean, creators the original, of the vehicles something. The right. original G.I. Joe was all about his accoutrement. You know, you could put him in a scuba Always. gear. You could put him in the, you yeah, know, the 12-inchers. The stealth. Yeah, that was awesome. And then I thought the redo in our youth... Was still pretty awesome, like yeah, because yeah. yeah. it was still yeah, nodding to the idea of like everything that's around him, and mm-hmm. and now it became a team of people that backed team him of up, people. And, and again, awesome vehicles, yeah, awesome vehicles, awesome, and they've totally weapons, abandoned awesome, all that stuff. They've made everybody look like a fucking soldier instead of what GI Joe is about, which is a fucking lunatic fringe of commandos <laughs> that do cosplay. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, shit, <Shipwreck. laughs> Exactly. That's what it became in our youth. Which yeah. Go 
for it. That's not necessarily what it was in its original. Dude, that's where it's at, that's man. Where, that's what it became. Oh, you're an Indian. Oh, okay, spirit. I got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you're oh. a ninja. Oh, okay. you're a ninja. Yeah, All right. Ninja. Rock and roll. Got it. Got it. Block. Oh, you're a giant Roblox. black man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, snow job. You yeah. wear snow clothes, even on our hot desert missions. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It works. It's funny as fuck. That was yeah. one of the funniest things in the cartoon. You're in the middle of the desert. You had snow job wearing a freaking parka. Yeah, it's what I wear. It's, what, it's my outfit. It's my costume. Yeah. Aren't you dying right now? Hey, <laughs> if I take this hood off, I'm rock and roll for all intents and purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Except, well, I am a ginger. Rock and roll's a blonde, but it's the same. Fu- we could be fucking twins. <laughs> freaking like Deep Six is the only one that, they, when they go underwater, he's like the only one that, that is properly you know, equipped. It's the only one they show the, because he's always in that thing. Yeah, he never was sold outside of that giant. Yeah, he's just the little <laughs> head. Like, he's like, haha, I'm in my element now. Yeah, exactly. And then the, all the others yeah. have the little scuba masks on. He can never do and, and something else, goes though. wrong, and he's got to come save he's the like day. He's like Aquaman. He can't do a fucking <laughs> other thing. He's got to be in the water. He he's GI Joe's Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> like Destro was fucking flamboyant and crazy. Yeah. He looked like Khan, man. He looked like fucking. Con, it was great. His chest all out there. Yeah, like, yeah Cobra Commander. <laughs> Look at these. How titties. is that a Scottish accent, though? It's not a Scottish accent. Well, Destro was supposed to be in Scottish. The, whatever. Well, in the yeah, in the in the the cartoon, he was just Destro. But yeah, yeah in the in the movie, he's well, he's no, even in the original, like Exton. in the original in the old in the old cards in the comics. Yeah, oh, right. he was, he was yeah, a Scottish right. arms dealer. Yeah, that's well, right. That guy just didn't know how to do Scottish accent. I like it. I love oh, Destro's dude, accent. The Destro voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. That, that's it right there. The Destro and Baroness, man. Hot yeah. shit. Oh, Baroness. Yeah. It must have shagged. Baroness cosplay is nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our friend Crystal does fucking dope Baroness cosplay. Oh, yeah. Hot business. There's some awesome Baroness cosplayers oh, yeah. at Con. Mm-hmm. We've got pictures of Far them. Far superior website. to Slave Lay, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's some Slave Lay has Slave Lay's been, not be wearing Well, that not outfit. even that. Just Slave Lay has kind of played out. <laughs> That's true. I, I think Baroness is just hotter anyway. It's just hotter. Yeah. Got that dirty librarian going. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and if it's not actually Carrie Fisher, who cares? Pretty much. I've seen a lot of not Carrie Fishers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, news you don't give a shit about. I really don't know what to think of this next one. To promote its premiere of the new Iron Man movie, uh, a theater in Jefferson City, Missouri, <sighs> this guy hired several people to dress in full tactical gear along with an Iron Man and a Nick Fury. Uh, I'm going to quote this next fellow. Uh, we were getting into the car when I spotted a man in full assault gear carrying what appeared to be a modified M4 and 9mm on his side, said John Moloch, an Army war vet who says the experience triggered his PTSD. Another quote from the police, uh, We received a series of 911 calls stating that a man dressed in all black and body armor and a rifle was walking into Capital 8 theaters. Captain Doug Shoemaker told the local Fox affiliate, quote, Everything was in place. It's the opening night of a superhero movie, and somebody walking in all dark clothes. Everything pointed to bad things about to happen. Unquote. Uh, Shoemaker added, referencing the Aurora movie theater shooting that took place last July. So, Capital Eight Theaters bo- manager Bob Wilkins remained defiant, telling the ABC affiliate that he did not regret pulling the stunt, which he said was planned months in advance. Quote: "My job is to entertain people." Unquote. Wilkins said, claiming only a few patrons were upset. 
The vast majority of moviegoers were in fact entertained by the cosplayers, and that's exactly what they are. Uh, only a small minority were clueless enough to call the police. The cosplayers were hired to portray S.H.I.E.L.D. agents just out in the lobby with Iron Man in his full armor. They were a part of a local cosplay convention, in yeah, fact. Yeah, the problem with... Uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. people aren't specific enough to be like... Clearly, that's a costume. Unless well, you go with real shield outfits, like yeah. helicarrier stuff, with still, like, you know, but then it's skin tight black with some blue stripes. And if you're skin tight black with some blue stripes, I'm gonna be a little more like that's somebody playing. Yeah, and you don't have but to you have know what guns. I'm like yeah. a guy in an Iron Man suit. No, I mean clearly it's, they're Iron stupid. Man. It's nondescript and fucking frightening. And it also, is. I've seen the movie. There's not much shield in the movie. Not at so all. What are you doing all the shield? Not in three. Well, it's, it's, well, it's may, kind of a marvel heading back. In, yeah, because yeah, no one saw the movie up to that point. But if you're gonna, well, I would assume the guy promote that owns the theater had seen it, so he would know what's part of the promotion. To, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe not. This guy's pretty clueless. But, <laughs> but, it, but, where it kind of breaks down though is that this whole shield characters thing. They were they were hired cosplayers. These weren't like professional actors in professional suits. Oh, I get that. So I saw a picture of the group. And they're pretty kind of ragtag, put together, yeah. very Aurora looking guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, that doesn't help. That so if you're going to have something like this, a little more disturbing. Uh, do it in from the back as a group with management with them. Everybody just kind of talking. Don't. What seems to me is that all these people came in their own cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or walked to the theater in costume, costume. just walking weapons. in individually. Yeah, no. With with tell everybody fake to weapons. show up to the theater an hour early, <laughs> not in costume. We'll get in costume. Well, just don't don't then, even bring fake weapons. Yeah. yeah. If they just had not had fake weapons. Yeah. <laughs> or even just even dress them up like suited Colson type agents. And you know what yeah. else? Just put them all in that's, nice dress that's, suits. That would be the best Because people will recognize Nick Fury. People will recognize, you know, they'll go, oh, it's a black guy with a trench coat and an eye patch. Either that's Nick Fury or the only black pirate ever. <laughs> um, and then they'll be like. You know, and then there's and like then, the and a- right next Coulson to style, you know, yeah, just yeah. the suit. Just and a the suit and tie and sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the yeah. CIA okay. look. The CIA yeah. look. Yeah, just, look like a, without yeah. a fucking weapon. You don't. Don't. It's yeah. almost like screaming fire in a theater. And at yeah. the very least, they should have probably alerted the authorities ahead of time and said, look, you know, we've got a promotion going on. We've got some people hired to come in here. <laughs> I don't think so that, that, guy, that says that this guy has a foresight. Yeah, I don't think he had that kind of wide view. <laughs> Where on, was this? On what was going uh, Miss, on. Missouri? Yeah, I okay, there you go. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jefferson City, Missouri. Jefferson. They don't get oh, a lot of oxygen. The capital out there. of Missouri. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, a holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one dummy. Yeah. So, so that happened. Yeah. I wonder what the fallout's going to be. Is he going to get sued? Because I, I know they put out an guy? official apology now. Oh, so that's I, hopefully, hopefully, that they'll resolve. let it go. Yeah. Oh. And uh, it is a litigious society. Truth, boy. Boy, is it. And news you don't give a shit about uh, Facebook has blocked an app that lets users play a game of Russian roulette with their Facebook account. What? <laughs> Like the real-world game involving a gun and one bullet in it, the app gives participants a one-in-six chance of deleting their Facebook account. The social roulette (laughs) website says that the app may suit people, quote, looking for the opportunity to start fresh, or those just seeking cheap thrills at the expense of your social network, unquote. That's a thing. Wow. Okay. That's a great idea. (laughs) It's just... Boom. So what's next? The face, Facebook idea. bullying into the forcing them to play Facebook Russian roulette. I, I just well, because apparently it's almost impossible to delete your Facebook. Page. It really is. And tough. so if you wanted to, <laughs> you just play that until you kill yourself. You lose. Yeah. 
And apparently, I, this happened to a coworker of mine that it got her account got hacked and taken over. Okay. So when she was trying to reestablish that no, I'm the one that is this profile. This is my profile. This is not this person that's posting on this stuff. It's like next to impossible to get it back at that point when somebody has been posting as you for a while. Oh so. yeah. So, I had an yeah. attempt last week out of Florida. Yeah. Someone tried to hack them on, but really, yeah, they're adding but like they, new security layers. They are doing to a good job because they 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 don't recognize where you're coming from. Uh, then it says no, and then it gets through through this whole. You prove that this is you, and they obviously wouldn't be, wasn't able to prove it. So, so I went through a nice little security run of changing everything. But uh, that's it for the news you don't give a shit about. So week in geek. Yay. Yay. If it bleeds, it leads. Agents of Shield has been officially greenlit. Yeah, so the show I saw the still uh, production. The still. trailer is fantastic. Did you not Good? see the trailer? No. Oh my we god! We got here. Good. Yeah, go. Yeah. I saw the little action watch figures it. on their stand. I'm like, well, I want to buy we'll those. Play it before you leave. But uh, yeah, full on. It's like this fall on ABC. It feels fun. epic. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good. And did you so notice that he says it's from Joss Whedon? And, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they like, did that like all the two or three times. There, yeah, all the people in there are people that he's had in his past shows. Sure, yeah. is Douche Koo like, an agent of Shield? I have not seen her uh, yet. But might be one day. She might be in the guest, future. Uh, I know how much you love her. <laughs> yeah, the show will begin airing this I, fall. She is hot, uh, but she's dumber than a stick. Tuesdays <laughs> at eight p.m. <laughs> Is this the uh, requisite bathroom break? It is. Okay. All right, everyone. I'm going to pee. <laughs> He's not cheerful about it now. Maybe you should get such a big iced tea. Well, did you notice how he like maybe, slurped it? Maybe we should restrict our soda. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, communist Russia. I'm, I'm it's about it's actually it's called soda. New York City. Did you like how he slurped down the last of it before he got up to go to the bathroom? Yeah, too? Well, just like, to make sure. Slurp. Okay, done. Set the cup down. Well, if he down, came back and, and drank it, he'd have to pee again. <laughs> It's not easy. Big Hero 6 are a misfit superhero team of teens, robots, robot dragons, and weirdos who first appeared in Marvel Comics in 1998. And now they're going to be the first Marvel characters to get a film animated by Disney Studios. So Big Robot 6's big film debut was rumored nearly a year ago, but now Disney has officially announced the product with photos and video from the ongoing production. It's a core group of teens, or characters who might as well be teens, with some pretty bombastic kid-friendly powers, uh, being the creator and controller of a giant fighting robot, having an extra-dimensional purse that theoretically contains any object you might need, including random high-tech weapons, uh, and the ability to turn into pure energy, and uh, being able to turn yourself into a kaiju at will. How are those specifically, like, child-friendly? I think the comic was kind of... No, but those powers, how are they specifically... Kaiju is basically Godzilla. Yeah, but I mean, or, like, or his ilk. Who, what adult wouldn't like any of those powers? That's a good point. That's well, all I think as a kid, you kind of think of that kind of more imaginative stuff. Yeah, I hear you. You know, sure. But yeah, it does, it does seem more like the, uh, the playground or, you know, powers. Like at, at work yeah. today, which I do work at a children's museum, I was talking to a young boy who uh, 
<laughs> I had to preface that because Paul would have been like, were oh, you? working on the street, picking up boys again. But <laughs> no, um, we have a little area where, with blocks where you can he build castles and such. Okay. And he built this giant castle. And then by the end of our conversation, because we were talking about how our castles are protected by force fields and he has a hundred trained dragons that can protect his castle and all this stuff. And by the end, he was like, yeah, no, I want to be an evil scientist when I grow up and take over the world. <laughs> nice. Like he was determined to be was an fun. evil scientist and take over the world. Good luck to him. And I was like, what? why do you have to be evil? Why can't you be a good scientist? He goes, because uh, I want to take over the world and the evil scientists want to take over the world. And it's like, well, what happens after you take it? He's like, well, after I take over the world, everyone else becomes evil. And I'm like, what? What What if I don't want to be evil? He goes, well, then I just make you an evil zombie. And then you have no choice but to be evil. And I'm like, wow. that's horrible. Yeah, no, he's, he, he had answers he's for everything. Yeah, no, he had answers for He was one of those little boys that had an answer for everything. <laughs> Dexter's <laughs> Laboratory. Well thought out. Dexter's <laughs> Laboratory. Nice. The Toxic, toxic Avenger, <laughs> along with all things trauma, represents the pinnacle of gross-out humor. It spawned a myriad of sequels and more recently was successful as a stage musical. But it's been nearly three decades since the original film uh, made its remake. So it has been that long, hasn't it? So yeah, it's remake time. And the remake looks like it's starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I will be what? toxic. Yep. What? He's in this, be toxic. In this case, Arnold will not be playing the hero. He won't be toxic. No. Schwarzenegger will play the exterminator. Get it? Exterminator. Terminator, uh, a former black ops agent who trained Toxie to use his powers for good. Together, they take on the lurking menace created by the polluters and the polluters themselves. Perhaps they've realized Arnold's a tad old. Is uh, Troma still uh, doing uh, this? this is yeah, Troma? they're still doing stuff. Wow. The film is getting presented at Cannes uh, Marketplace this week. Toxie already has a script written by Daniel C. Mitchell and Hot Tub Time Machine Steve Pink, who will also serve as director. Uh, there is one name missing. Original writer and director Lloyd Kaufman what? is not he's off attached. The, off the books? Uh, is not, he getting paid, hopefully? I don't know exactly. So, I'm sure there's some. There's going to be some payment involved, but he's not involved in this project per se. Well, that can probably be a good thing. Uh, he is on the most recent episode of the Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh, Lloyd oh, Kaufman. I, that's right. Lloyd Kaufman comes on the Nerd Show, and they go over Toxic Avenger games. Oh, nice. And make him suffer through the shitty Toxic Avenger games. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but he's got that. He's got that real weird sense of humor. I mean, yeah. he always has. But well, you know, that story. Yeah, you but I mean, it's have like a strange sense of humor. It's pretty crazy. But he's nuts. But he's but he's also funny. But it's really interesting that this came up because I've just been watching on uh, Netflix. Uh, I was watching Nukem High. Oh wow! Which is just yep. out of hand. That fucking movie's out of hand. But I was watching. I was like. Yeah, man. Fucking yeah, it's time for this bullshit again. Yeah, time Kids to... don't have this. Uh, yeah. Okay. What is what is there that's that like that? Right now? Besides like Saw. And that's but that's not got the but fun that, of but that's, stuff. That's, but Saw that's is mean. Saw. Yeah. yeah. Duke yeah. of High is fun. This shit is yeah. fun, man. I mean it's crazy, but yeah. that, like seriously, I haven't what is there since over the top gore, since, humor, since ridiculous. Evil Dead. Since Evil Dead, well, I don't think I, I would say the trauma library in general. Yeah. Yeah. But I is mean, there is there anything else that has that kind of sen- I mean okay for me recently the, the, yeah the most recent thing I've seen that ha- that embraces that kind of goofball shit is uh uh kite what was that movie called fuck oh, you're <laughs> talking about the one that you the can't one I love on Netflix with the right with the the, yeah, the, ri- the motorcycle rider that transforms yeah. the motorcycle transforms into a robot and he rides oh, the, yeah, the you talked robot. about this one before God yeah. this movie's so good it's terrible what I can't it? remember what was the it name made? Just a couple years ago. Okay. But it's definitely got the trauma sensibility. Yeah. It's not gross out, but it's silly. It does have some gross stuff. I think you're right. I don't think there's a. No, there's a not big, much out there. Uh, but American wise, 
There hasn't That's, been any of that good schlock reason. stuff. Yeah. I mean, Hobo with a shotgun, whatever that was. Oh, yeah, That's that was a good a, one. That yeah. good That's kind of that of, of that ilk. Kind of. The trailers, the fake trailers in... Uh, Talking about uh, the, or even uh, the, the grindhouse or even the first yeah, the part grindhouse of grindhouse. Trailers. Yeah, the first part of yeah. grindhouse and the fake trailers had some yeah, of that grindhouse, stuff but in grindhouse it. Grindhouse was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, it was. Uh, or even machete. There, yeah, it is machete. machete okay, yeah, machete and, the, and that first. What's that one called? What's that movie called? The the one with uh, the, that Rodriguez did with the nuclear stuff. It is like that. It's very much like that. Oh, uh, uh, with Rose Planet, McGowan, uh, Planet Terror. Terror. Yeah. 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 So that kind of had that. Okay, that kind of had the vibe, but it it still was not quite. No, he tries Super to sort of do that world, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not. But well, it's it, it helps if you hire people that never acted before. Well, too. Yeah, I guess that does make a sure, boy. Oh boy, yeah. some of the some of the stuff in that Newcom High. Oh, all the trauma films are populated by non actors. Oh, that's why they're. They I mean, that's of, why they're B movies. I mean, yeah. that's it's yeah. There there are B movies out there, but they're just not being. The, the release, the marketing for them is different. And there's this Class of Newcomb High and then Class of Newcomb High Part 2. There oh, was, sure. Yeah. Was there a third one, too, or no? Maybe. Probably. The, the, the th- well, there but was yeah, a cartoon. There was up, a cartoon of Newcomb High. But yeah, over the top. What? Yeah, I think so. I know Toxie had his own cartoon, but I don't right. remember Newcomb High. But I think, too, there's, a, there's something about the fact that media is so pervasive now. Everyone, even if you're not an actor, you have something of a sense of what it is to be in front of a camera. There's some of that, so, some of that naivete is gone. Mm. Uh, and then yeah. also with maybe even it's impossible getting, to capture. It's again? getting easier and maybe. easier to with the with the the uh, technology. It's getting easier and easier to make the the effects look real. Everything you get polished up. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, they go computer animated. <laughs> yeah. And then you just get kind of dorky computer animated. Yeah. It doesn't look clean. No. But it's different than somebody literally just throwing a bucket of red blood yeah, on you. You lose yeah. that shit. And there's something visceral appeal, about yeah. that that's delightful. That's just and it. The ridiculousness. Watching of that. this movie, I was yeah. really taken aback. So many times people are spitting up just tons of green gunk. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's really like, wow, it really hits you in a different place than yeah, CGI yeah. ever real. can. Because it's, it's like, happening. You yeah. know it's actually happening. Yeah, like, oh, they actually had to put that shit in their mouth. And deal oh, with that. You know, oh, tell yeah. me about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's tangible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's tangible. It's real. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, you should try a uh, warm egg drop soup and uh, Oh yeah, when you had to vomit in our movie. Do yeah. you think they will what that, what that do you was? think they will try and keep that? Do you think they will try and keep that what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for there? I have no idea. Submarine? Aesthetic. Do you think they will keep that aesthetic choice? No, I don't. Oh, they'll the go all CG. Of, uh, I think yeah. they'll do a Toxic lot of CG. Avenger. Boo! If it's is big budget, I mean, yeah, it's, it's got gonna Arnold be all, and all yeah. that stuff. So they're they're gonna try to make it clean yeah, and boo. sharp. And, well, here's a list. Of I mean, the look at the remake picture. of Evil oh, wait, Dead. Oh, here we go. Here's which the tr- everybody says Evil Dead is great. Yeah, I haven't remake, seen it, but, but it's, it's all CG. It's a lot of CG. It's not CG, but it's highly polished. Yeah, it's a visceral, real horror movie. Yeah, it's a real horror movie now. It's not a silly, goofy romp. I've seen several of these, but there's a lot on here. Sergeant Kabuki that, Man. That I had, Troma I had is no con- continuing to make movies for yeah. years, for decades. They've been making films consistently, according to this, since 1974. All right, hit us with the list. All right, oh, so Jesus. Beware Children at Play, <laughs> Blood Junkie, Blood Sucking Freaks, Cannibal Classic. the Musical, which I don't know if anybody has... I- out there is seen that's the uh, Trey Parker's old Trey piece, Parker yep. Matt Stone's first. I've seen film. the live stu- the uh, live theater production. The it's actually a really good movie. You should it's guys good check stuff, it yeah. out. It's uh you, you'll it's funny. you'll never uh, think of those two guys the same way again after you see that. Uh, Daddy's Deadly Darling, My Neighbor Tortoro, which I guess 
apparently says English dub. Oh, they they, they trauma did? did the English dub for I my neighbor Totoro. So. That's kind of surprising. Weird. That's like classic Japanese yeah. anime. Um, before Disney the class got it, I guess. Of, High, of course, we just talked about, and there are three films. So, okay. Yeah, I, I only saw the first two. I had no idea There's there was a third of one. Classic Nukem High, uh, Combat Shock, Death by Temptation, Father's Day, Ferocious Female Freedom Fighters, <laughs> the first Turn On, Hanging Woman, Hemo, Hemo, Killer Condom, which I, I, I saw bits of. I've not seen the whole thing. <laughs> the last horror film, Mad Dog Moran. Monster in the Closet, <laughs> Mother's Day, Mister Father's Day. So yeah. this one's this one sounds fun. Mister Bricks, a heavy metal murder musical. All right, I'm that's, in. That's the whole title. Uh, Night Beast, not another B movie. <laughs> that's what they call you, isn't it? Yeah. I'm Poultry Night Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead. Poultry Geist, I've yet to see, but I've heard that's it, a good I've one. I've seen it. It's uh, it's pretty ridiculous, <laughs> but you know, in that well, same vein of the title, it right? be pretty ridiculous with that title. Uh, Rabid Grannies. <laughs> Redneck Zombies, oh, yeah, Screamplay, as in S-C-R-E-A-M. Got it. Uh, Slaughter Party, Space Days, Tale of Two Sisters. <laughs> well, that wait, that's... Like, I don't know, that's just what it says. Okay. But Tale of Two Sisters is a, a, a Korean horror film. Oh maybe. Oh maybe. Maybe they just have uh, maybe that's maybe that's their distribution. Yeah, or they did a di- or they yeah. did a remake. Uh, there's so. nothing out there which I, going to. I have seen. Uh, Toxic Avenger. Uh, they had five total films in the Toxic Avenger series. Oh, is that many? Of increasing quality, by the way, as yeah. it goes on. Terror that's Firmer. That's not true. Yeah, that's that's a false statement. Tromo's War. Tromo's War. Tromeo and Juliet. A classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a classic. Uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. <laughs> that's, have you seen that shit? That's on Netflix. So have you seen Sergeant Kabuki Man? Sergeant Kabuki Man. He's a Kabuki cop. It's so ridiculous. He has a samurai sword. It's bullshit. It's yeah. the craziest fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant um, Kabuki Man is funny. Another classic. Surf Nazis Must Die. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen that, that one. one. I haven't seen it. Uh, Vegas in Space and When Nature Calls. That's the, the list they have here. I, I, that seems short to me for some reason. I know yeah. it. Does. I feel like I'm that's missing still something. a lot. I mean, if that's one yeah, movie a, a year, even that's still a fucking no, they know, lot. But of I, I, yeah. I just feel like there's more trauma films out there I've seen. That's a lot. Maybe like subproduced things, and maybe things like that. That's a lot, though. That be is well, there a trauma also, set? Hmm? There's a they they have like a, a box studio yeah. in New York. Uh, where's the address? yeah? They have a box set. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a deal on their internet page that you can but, buy all the trauma films. I mean, films to go to your question of, like, why isn't there more of that now, yeah. I, I, I think it's a combination of stuff. I think YouTube, there's people are kind of there doing is some of that on YouTube, homegrown yes. kind of things. Yep. Well, they were then, very niche for a long time, and now they have competition. Yeah, and there just aren't as many theaters now that are willing to put them in and do, like, a late-night thing where it just runs forever. I mean, that's how, right. that's how David that's how Lynch's Eraserhead got any because there just happened to be a theater in LA with that did weird movies late at night and yep. did like midnight showings mm-hmm. and the guy who owned that place loved that movie and put it in there and had it run for like six or eight months yep. and so every day and huge on the marquee eraser head for months and months and months you know and it just gets out and there and that kind like of thing is yep. getting rarer and rarer yeah, because I'm- of the internet world that we live in Okay, well, there's an entirely sep- second list of films. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to go through all no, of dude, these. No, dude, read them, read them, read them. Dude, this thing no. is super they're, long. They're great titles. I'll read them. This I'll go fast. 
Oh my god! Because it, it has it separated by decades. I'll go fast. All the way from See, the. I felt there was more I was missing. Here. All right. Well, that's you know, yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, I think I, it would be fun to do. Come on, read them. Read them. They're hilarious. Bearing this empty got stuff we got going now, go. I think I we mean, should just go on with the film. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. There's probably for there's days. probably over a hundred titles on. Fair here. enough. Awesome. Fair <laughs> enough. Maybe we'll do it as a big list sometime. Well, maybe we can end the show with reading them. All right, maybe. I'm on my my. That's a no. <laughs> I'm on page and a half of my news. All right. Who cares about your news? Uh, my news is important. I mean, right. it's very important. It is because. <laughs> All right, maybe not so important. Go ahead. Clearly, the Toxic Avenger news was so important that we got off on a spin yeah, about yeah. a whole bunch of other movies. Right. And, we talked, and we talked five minutes about a list we never read. Exactly. <laughs> a reminder that beginning on May 17th, Disney World is having what they call a D-Tech event. Basically, they do a 3D scan of your head and then 3D print it to either a Stormtrooper figurine that's trapped in carbonite or a... Or, a stormtrooper or one that is trapped in carbonite. Paul so, just pissed his pants. So you can be a Stormtrooper or a Han. How much? I'll, I'll read the full details. Quote, oh! the 10-minute experience uses the world's highest resolution single-shot 3D face scanner Fuck created yes. by our Imagineering scientists with Disney Research Labs. That captured image is that later sent to a high-resolution 3D printer to create the figurine. The completed figurine will arrive within seven to eight weeks after the experience if shipping domestically. Guests will also receive either a Carbon Freeze Me light-up band or a collector button, depending on which option they choose. The Star Wars D-Tech experience is $99.95 plus shipping and applicable sales tax. You have to do That's it not at, bad. And you have to Disneyland. do it at Disney. Uh, Disney think World. Of both Disney, yeah, think just Disney World. But I'm not yeah. sure. Wait, I mean, you Disney can do, World? Yeah. yeah. This was like $300 at Comic-Con in 2004, yeah. I would say. So it's getting there. Well, They're yeah, but it. I mean, 3D printer technology has oh. grown in leaps and bounds that's since then. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm not. I mean, the scanning technology is <laughs> has is it's has gotten higher res. Okay. But I mean, overall, it's still the same it's, basic um, technique. Yeah. But the 3D printing has just. Holy I imagine shit, even even, even at that price, away. there's quite a line. Oh that's man, gonna quite yeah. a line. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be an hour wait. Yeah, especially for the first. Yeah. That's, yeah, hundred bucks is nothing. Especially if you're in Disney World, if you've gone to Disney World, hundred bucks is nothing. Yeah. No, hundred bucks <laughs> yeah. is nothing. Absolutely, that's your meals for the you're day. And I tell Disney you, World. this is the one good thing about Disney getting hold of Star Wars is that there's a lot of issues with Disney, you know, because they're a giant corporation trying to take over the world, but in a very nice way. But <laughs> they do customer service, especially at Disney World, Hi. and they know how to treat their customers right. Yep. And so this kind of shit. I think the fans of Star Wars might be very happy to have a slightly more, granted, corporate world, but a slightly more fan-friendly yeah. world. Now. Yeah. They do give their customers what they like, and they are because look at how many Tinkerbell movies they are. They went straight to video because yep. little girls love, love Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell. Yeah. yeah, and and that's the only reason they did it, it is because little girls love Tinkerbell, mm -hmm. and they can make fucking money off yep. of it, and they'll do anything they can to make money off of you. But in these, in the reverse, I, you get whatever the fuck I you want. I don't like that they. Teamed up with EA for games, but I yeah. get it. Yeah, well, and EA it was and the it biggest wasn't, distributor, and yeah. also so, yeah. is not an exclusive license with EA. They made a yeah. deal with EA. Okay, so they can do other side so projects. So they can't actually too. do other side Good. projects. Well, they're doing like you said last week, there or a couple weeks ago, they're doing their own stuff in house still. Yeah, yeah. any of the like the, the family children, titles. you know, yeah, yeah. the fun stuff. Yeah. So the more Disney esque. Well, plus EA has Bioshock, who did uh, Kotor. So yeah. yeah. Mm. 
And also that Bioware, but yeah, yeah. And I still think it, I wish yeah. they had. I think you said Bioshock I, last I time. I did, too. did I? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Expanding on what you just said, though, uh, Adam, I think that that's the only reason. I think that's the only way that we're gonna get like a nice Blu-ray high-res transfer of the original, un, possibly unadulterated uh, trilogy. Possibly trilogy with without trilogy. The trilogy. I'm not so sure. I, I think the, that old, not. the old original film that that's based from. Has uh, I Lucas's hold, shit stains on it? Yeah, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it past Lucas to have burnt that. by the way, happy birthday! Some kind of claws. Was it five George years Lucas. ago? They no. will. Come on, because five right years now, ago they released it on DVD as yeah. the completely um, just all um, the original. Yeah. I have, stuff. I have that. Ver- those go for high money. I've yeah, got. I would think I got the uh, Empire version of that yeah. because I didn't really, you know, whatever. Well, like no, the Empire is the 50 one for bucks, yeah. You only buying Empire? I know, no. Uh, yeah, only, yeah. I'll, no. I'll, I'll only like 10 copies of Empire or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, there might have been a clause where Lucas was like, don't, not going to do it. But if you watch those now, the special editions, those yeah. effects look so dated and bad. But they, funny. But I feel like they suit the style of the movie yeah. to begin with. No, I'm saying the new effects. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The old stuff looks great. I know when you watch the, the new ones, the stuff that he brought they in clearly the, stick the special out. Like edition, a sore thumb. Yeah, the spe- yeah, that's what I'm saying. The special edition shit looks terrible because the everything fucking... else is painted on glass. It's yep. those matte painting. It's fine. It's gorgeous stuff. Yeah, you know, carefully, meticulously the CG crafted. Stuff sticks it's out like, like a sore thumb. Exactly it's, right. Not that yep. computer artwork isn't artwork in another form, but, but it's they don't mesh well. It's just the same thing as the trauma thing. Yeah, there is something in the human brain that goes, "A person made that." I can tell a yeah. person made that. Human hands have been involved in the construction of this, and it makes it real, well, more but, but real to me. To be fair, right, yeah. that is the same thing with CG, though. Human hands are involved in making CG. But there's a, there's a there's mathematical a computer perfection yeah. about it that takes the human no element away. you make it look. Exactly. And it makes it less real. That's yeah. the Uncanny Valley effect thing. I mean, I think that's the impressive thing with the Lord of the Ring movies is that he was able to mesh the two so well. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, there's very few moments where you go, oh, that's computer. He use a lot of blur. Yeah, he did do that, but <laughs> yeah. but his use of the miniatures, too. Yeah, yes, that's, that's yeah, yeah. Like his he miniatures. how to combine yeah. the two yeah. and where to stop. And that, like those, he was very, you yeah. look at that fucking, what is it called? Shooting. What's that place called? The, the, the one, elf one. Oh, Rivendell. the Rivendell? Rivendell yeah. looks like a real goddamn place, yeah. and that's a bigature. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're a bigature. Get out of here with your small-minded <laughs> ideas and your bigotries. <laughs> I have no time for it. Move back you to know, Texas. Bigot- bigotry is is there's no learned. place for it on the bridge of the enterprise. Bigotry is learned. It's it's not yeah. an inherent. Well, lots of Mormons are just automatically bigotrists. <laughs> <laughs> hobby shops are big there. Bigotries, They're yeah. really big in yeah, yeah. in Salt Lake City. Oh my Christ! Shops. Did you guys see? Oh, the fucking. You gotta see this what? thing. I don't know. You what you're gotta about. see this what? thing. You're scaring me. There's a fucking video <laughs> of this guy did a cosplay of a Warhammer space knight. I see that out shit? of foam. I saw that shit. Oh my no, god! No, not foam. I don't think it was foam. Actually, it was foam because he couldn't because that's how he was able to move in it. Okay, because it was metal. He this couldn't move it. Huge red yes. thing, right? Yeah. Oh Christ! Articulated hands. Really. Out of control. <laughs> Sound effects makes it sound like Robocop coming down the street. Oh, Nuts. really? Wow. There's a, quite a few guys out there that have made incredible Space Marine armor out of various things, whether wearable or just on display. God, they wish I had a, a... This one was out of control. A small piece of their talent. It said it cost... It took him like, what, 400 hours over 10 months, something like that? Wow. It was crazy. Jeez. 
Wouldn't be surprised. It, it looks beautiful. Investment. Yeah. Guy out of Germany. That's, that's a nice wife. Badass. I don't think there's a wife involved there. <laughs> Nobody would think you'd have a wife. Uh, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Actually, when I was putting together the show, I saw maybe. a short video of a guy that created a five-foot-tall Skeletor figure exacting to uh, the original specifications. Very cool. And it's beautiful. Doesn't yeah. say how he made it. It's just him putting it top Showing to the bottom it, yeah. and then putting his arm around it. Bless him. Cute. It looks all weird, I'll bet. No, it looks perfect. Well, but it looks weird because he's all weird. Those proportions are funkadelic. Yeah, well, it looks like Skeletor. Yeah, it looks like Skeletor. Great. Hilarious. After the second biggest series premiere in the network history and three straight weeks of leading its Monday night time slot in the key demographic ratings and total viewers for a cable drama, <sighs> Sci-Fi announced it has renewed Defiance for a second season of 13 episodes. As for the tie-in Defiance game developed by Tryon Worlds, that's still part of things, too. So if you're one of more of one million players who set up a game account to keep playing, your gameplay will continue to affect the world of Defiance in the second season. Nearly four million viewers watched the premiere of Defiance in its first week. The show has continued to deliver strong demo numbers and more than two million viewers every week. Huh. So imagine that sci-fi channel having a runaway success with a sci-fi show. They've had a couple. Not a sci-fi show. Well, yeah, it's been a while since they've done science fiction. It's nice to... Nice well, to when they've had successful... Star. They did Battlestar. Well, Battlestar is <laughs> But that's what, that that's what we're seeing. Is they, when yeah. they've had when they successful it, shows yeah, in the past, big. they've either canceled them or just they don't want to give them... Or they've you know, let Ron Moore end good. them the way he would end them. Good God. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I haven't seen the show, so... Battlestar? No, Defiance. Okay. No, me neither. It's not amazingly great, but it's got a it's the got connection a to the to game it. is clearly strong enough too that that mm, helps. I don't know. I don't play the game, and yeah. I don't. That's okay. Really, it's okay. So it's a room full of experts. It's got a, it's got a charm. It's got a charm too. Well, it's never stopped us before. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Soldier on. On the heels of signing up with Electronic Arts to produce future Star Wars games, Lucasfilm went out and registered several new web URLs hinting at what could be future video games, TV series, or even movies. The names include Gungan Frontier, Star Wars Alliance, Star Wars Rebels, Order 67, Wookiee Hunters, and Star Wars Wolfpack. What are they exactly? There's no idea. Uh, most likely they're related to the video game initiative, seeing as Gungan Frontier was a Star Wars education game from the late 1990s. Gungan Frontier. But there's always a chance the company lumped in some other registrations, uh, for example, that long-rumored uh, new animated series into that list. So these are all things that they've... What about the live-action series? Is that going to actually go through? Uh, I think that's no one has really back, talked about that. on hold that. because of the movies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's fine. That wasn't going to be very good. Well, it they were saying be... they couldn't do it anyway because it was too expensive to make with current technology. Yeah, it was yeah. Gonna, well, it was going to be Ewok Adventure at best. Crash, crash. <laughs> That's all I could see. Every time I talk about that live action movie, I was like, it's going to be like the Ewok Adventure. Uh, and I don't want to watch that. You can borrow my DVD of it. Oh, it. God I'm, damn it. I'm, Get that out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't own that. I'm a Star Wars freak. I don't have that shit. I own it because I used to watch it religiously as a kid because it's the only Star Wars I could get. Did you get Return to Endor? That's it's a, it's a two pack, <laughs> but yeah, the second one's even worse. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I've bought some things as an. The adult. second one's a son of a bitch. 
I bought some things as an adult that I don't watch, but I have to own because yeah. I loved them as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one kills off like all the major characters in the first five minutes. Chief Chirpa. Not just Chief Chirpa, but like the the human family. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just like the, the two. Cert- it's the two gr- kids live, right? No, the brother dies. Oh, really? It's just the, the, the girl? little girl lives. That's it. The whole wow. family is decimated. Why yeah, would they every, every, everybody who the survived grandpa? the first one? Yeah, for a kid special, it was pretty dramatic. Uh, yeah. He likes that shit, man. Like, he don't oh fuck around. He'll cut your arms off. <laughs> There's something to that, though. He wouldn't it's a little now, bit grim. but yeah, back then no, he would. Yeah, it's a little Grimm's fairy tales. It's kind of cool. If it was, if they carried through, would it be a decent thing? No, it wasn't. Shit. At that yeah. point, it just we got worse. Yeah, your your actions should have consequences. That's not a bad thing to teach children. That's right. <laughs> you land on a on a moon. Forest moon populated by wicked bitches, you're going to die. And you might have <laughs> random attackers come kill everybody. <laughs> Marvel has a lot of characters they could potentially bring to the big screen, so it's not surprising that a lot of those heroes are being considered. Uh, what is surprising, though, are the specific choices. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Marvel has a writing program it uses as a concept generator and has scripts for Blade and Ms. Marvel features. It's happened. Uh, happened. Doctor Strange, Iron Fist, Black Panthers, and The Runaways are other projects on the horizon. Black Panthers, plural? Uh, Black Panther. Okay. The Black Panthers, yeah. The story of the Black Panthers. (laughs) Well, I was told by Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Betty Shabazz. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm X can fly. (laughs) They do it all. Malcolm X, man. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Yes, Uh, it turns out that Malcolm X is a mutant. Yes. We didn't land on Genosha. Genosha landed on us. <laughs> God. <laughs> you see what he did there, man. He, th- he mixed, <laughs> he mixed X Men. I with took Malcolm a classic <laughs> quote from Malcolm X, and I replaced part of the verbiage with things from the X Men legacy. Oh, yeah, Genosha be the place where Magneto done hole up with all his ex mutant buddies. He try and make a paradise, but it not really paradise in a tyrannical place where only his rule rule. Uh. Yeah, even his children want to leave. Ah, uh, yeah. So it still work as a metaphor too, because don't nobody really want be in Genosha when they get there. Hey, hey. That, that banana has been rotting in the kitchen yeah. for over a week. Yeah. Is it not? Past, I love Rasta banana. <laughs> I cannot get enough of him. The brown spots have completely covered its skin. It's oh, God, time, it's time to throw it out. Off. There's no more yellow left. I got more brown spots than 80s Jeff's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's right, Turkey Trot. I'm calling you out. He's going to start doing your mother jokes. Get back on the road, Skid Mark. <laughs> Watch out for the traffic. Yikes. <laughs> hey, what's coming down the turnpike? I mean, your butthole. <laughs> it's going to be a four car pile up in your bombardiers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you didn't make it to the off-ramp. <laughs> Ooh, look out. That's a bad one. Get Chopper Dave on that shit. <laughs> uh, remember when we talked about the concern for Jurassic Park 4? I'm comparing crap in your pants to a horrible car accident. <laughs> that's what that was about. 
<laughs> so let you know. I was waiting for the explanation. Okay, no, I, I have think to. We got it. I okay. Think we got it. <laughs> Just want to be sure and clear, man. There was concern for Jurassic Park because of its uh, due date it was going to be 2014 of March, I believe. Uh, this, oh, sorry, June. Uh, the Universal has now confirmed the Dino sequel has been pushed back to allow more development time. This gives me hope that they will make it back into that crazy dinosaur fighters. Yeah. <laughs> I really want that at this point. I know you do. It's, who gives a fuck about Jurassic Park again? Make it humanoid dinosaur warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Dinosaur Warrior <laughs> Yep Jesus Dinosaur Warrior Jesus Christ Dinosaur Warlord <laughs> So those fears are switched Who knows when we'll see it But that's fine thing Oh boy no, I can't wait to see uh, Them riding the dinosaurs And fighting Jousting on Tyrannosaurus Rex backs That'd yeah. be fun Yeah just to confuse things Even more yeah. for the fucking Christian But the minute boss. somebody Slides down the brontosaurus tail I'm done <laughs> Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah. It's you quick see, time, Wilma. <laughs> Mr. Slate, let me go home early today so I could punch you ahead of time. I would love it, though, if the good doctor, we're going to assume that uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Malcolm. Runs, I, want, I want Malcolm to get on an ostrich. Again. Fly away. <laughs> With a lance and, and, and start going joust. after pterodactyls. Yes, his his yes. story of joust. Yes. This is what I'm talking. About. We we could retcon. This is what we need. Well, Williams is gone, so they could buy that property because Williams went bankrupt. So they could buy that property off of Midway. What, yeah. What's left of Midway? Do they even need to buy it? Yeah, they could just license the right and make a video game, an updated joust featuring Malcolm Reynolds as the joust lord. Who survived Jurassic Park to go on to fight pterodactyls in a lava-ridden hellscape? I like it. Just off of the okay. coast of Argentina. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fairly alarmed here. Yeah. <laughs> and in between each screen, he talks about chaos. Theory. Yeah, yeah. You see, every time the every time the pterodactyl's wings flap, that can change everything. So changes the weather patterns in Japan. The quicker you stick that lance, you know, right down his throat. <laughs> Then you've got a chance, but, you know, I mean, hey, good luck. It's not easy. You try to stick a lance down a down a pterodactyl's throat, pterodactyls find a way not to have you do that. <laughs> I'm amazed at how close your Jeff Goldblum is to Barack Obama. It's not far off. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a whole lot of difference. Actually, it's a little bit, it's a little bit faster when uh, Barack takes over. Oh, yeah. That's a good <laughs> what? Who? I've never seen Jeff Goldblum and Obama in a room together, so who knows? Oh, oh you have. You <laughs> have seen us together in a room before. Because we're the same guy. People don't realize it. But my wife, Michelle, does. Uh, every night when I take my hair off and I reveal my curly Goldblum locks. <laughs> Actually, now I want to see that movie. Jeff Goldblum, one ostrich, Barack Obama, another. <laughs> All right, Malcolm. Malcolm Reynolds, I, I like what you've done with the ostriches. I think it's a good thing. You've done a lot for this nightmarish lava hellscape. But I'm here to say I can do more. I can do better. And we can do better, and I will do better. With my ostrich and my lance. I will make you longer lances. Personally, that's part of my plan. A longer lance for everybody. A faster ostrich? Unemployment benefits for that pterodactyl's family <laughs> once we get that lance down his throat. <laughs> but we won't rest until that pterodactyl screams in pain, <laughs> falls into the nightmarish lava hellscape. 
Uh, it's a mashup no one ever expected. And now everybody wants. Game. Joust. <laughs> Let's hop on an ostrich and fly around killing pterodactyls that fall into a lavish lava scape. Finally. I like how he was he was calling his character Malcolm Reynolds the whole time, too. What was it? It's Malcolm. It's Ian Malcolm. Oh, Ian, Ian was Malcolm. his first name. Who's Malcolm, Malcolm Reynolds? Last name. Oh, Malcolm Reynolds is Firefly yeah, so. pilot. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be fine, too, then. <laughs> I'm sitting here the whole time, and I'm like, does he really know what he's doing Nope, here? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Ian Malcolm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Malcolm Reynolds has a whole new <laughs> nice color nice, uh, this whole thing. Yeah. Nice Jedi mind meld there, Barack. Uh, Thank you. Although Thank Malcolm you. Reynolds on a freaking uh, on a, on a, on a ostrich? ostrich doing joust would be hilarious. Kill that bird. I am a leaf. I am a leaf. <laughs> I'm a leaf on the wind. Nightmarish hellscape. Nightmarish hellscape. I'm an ostrich feather on the wind. And then you get stabbed with a giant fucking joust. Okay, everybody, it's the egg wave. <laughs> and that means everybody gets everybody an egg. Gets eggs. Let's not get too selfish here. Putting but eggs I, for everybody. But I can't get all the eggs. <laughs> I can't do it. Not without your help. So if you help me get these eggs before they hatch into tiny knights <laughs> that are then going to mount ostriches and come after us with their jousting, <laughs> and we can win. We can win the egg wave. You know what? Because you know what's next? Mr. It's President? co-op wave. Yes. Co-op wave is next. Just want you to know. How do you address the fact that ostriches can't fly? This has been a problem since my administration started. <laughs> and for me, it's a non-issue. It's that, a question is, that question is a non-start. It's a problem I inherited from a previous administration. <laughs> I fought in Congress to pass rapid flat button adjustments. There's no reason that flat button shouldn't be able to be depressed once. And continuously cause your ostrich to flap. <laughs> but no. You want that ostrich to flap once, you tap once. Not productive. That is, that's a step backwards, technologically speaking, in my opinion. We had the Ness Advantage. Had two <laughs> turbo buttons on the stick right there. That's technology from 1987. <laughs> we can do this. Why aren't we investing in rapid fire button technology for our flapping wings? I'll tell you why. Special interests. <laughs> button manufacturers know that if it requires more depressions on the button, the button will wear out faster and have to be replaced. So are you are, are you uh, suggesting some kind of a cybernetic organism, i.e. cyborg, to to allow these ostriches to fly? With like metal wings or Joy something? Joyce, you bring up a great question. <laughs> I wasn't going to address this today, but I'm going to tell you now. Turns out I myself am a cyborg. <laughs> Fused with Dr. Malcolm, Dr. Ian Malcolm. <laughs> We're both, we uh, got into his uh, fly chamber <laughs> with a remote controlled, with a remote controlled uh, a Bigfoot transportation. Uh, from, from, uh, <laughs> from Radio Shack. We got one of those, uh, they were on sale. We got a remote controlled Bigfoot car. It only cost us $12. We put that in there, the both of us, remote controlled Bigfoot car. Uh, so now I'm, you know, part Bigfoot, <laughs> part Bigfoot car. So I'm proposing for my next term that you just, you know, Put rows and rows of abandoned junky cars in front of me, and I will smash them all. And then that's how we're going to get through, nation. That's how we're going to move forward. Because I'm part Bigfoot now. Bigfoot remote control car, not uh, yeah. But uh, don't use any radio waves around me. I'll turn left and right in a circle. So not Sasquatch, <laughs> the the car. No, not referring to the Sasquatch. Not referring to the Yeti. 
Okay. I'm referring to the remote control car, the Bigfoot. <laughs> not not the giant one that goes to the car shows and crushes cars. Not the real the one. Actual remote not the real one. We couldn't fit that. The one that you in could buy. The Brenda Fly transformation booth. But the one you can buy at Radio Shack, that's what we are. <laughs> Couldn't you just build a bigger Brundlefly transformation booth and then put the car and you special and interest. Dr. Malcolm in it? <laughs> special interest. interest. I'd love to do it. We can't move forward until we get money out of Congress. Okay. Politics we can't move makes forward. so much huh? more sense now. I'm just, just, we're in this together. We all live well, in this nightmare lava hellscape. <laughs> you, you and Ian and Malcolm are in it together. Well, we're really in it together now. We're the same guy. And part Bigfoot. <laughs> is someone using a cell phone right now? I have an <laughs> urge to, to turn. Can you please explain why the level of the hellscape that I live on just mysteriously disappeared last week? Okay. That's a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> Let me compare this to a not dissimilar situation going on over in Israel. <laughs> now, Gaza Strip's been fought over for millennia. Everyone has claims on these territories. The Holy Land means a lot to everybody. <laughs> Your house is on a certain piece of land. You want to protect that place. Well, in the nightmare hellscape lava <laughs> land we live in, we all know occasionally, wave to wave, some of those platforms are going to crumble and disappear, leaving us far more vulnerable to the crawling hand that lives in the lava <laughs> as well as pterodactyl attacks. Now, I'm no fool. I just don't fly low near the lava because that's where the crawling hand's going to get you. But I know some of you have lost your levels and you have nowhere to escape to and you have to fly low near the lava hand. It's hard. Some of you are trying to just get by that screeching lava hand every day to work. I know that can't be easy. It's a hellish commute. It's Absolutely. a hellish it's a, commute. It's a nightmare hellscape of a commute and I know it can't be easy. What I'm proposing and what my dear wife Michelle has also helped me devise is a new school voucher program. We are going to have lava hand buses that are unable to be snatched by the devil hand that lives in the lava hole. <laughs> so that as you drive by on your commute, you will no longer have to worry. Will today be the day that I am pulled down to my untimely death in the lava hole? Well, no, it won't. Because you're on a safe bus. Provided... By the U.S. taxpayer dollar. But again, these buses will not run unless we get special interest out of it. <laughs> there are, you would be surprised how many senators work for the undying lava hand. <laughs> I, I was be surprised. surprised myself. <laughs> I was surprised myself. Some of my best friends have told me they don't want this bus legislation passed because they are friends with the undying lava hand. And he loves eating passers-by while they ride their ostriches to work he's got to eat too he does he's got to eat too but he doesn't have to eat passers-by <laughs> the ultimate solution the egg of course, i think it's right there before you the egg wave is part of it but even more we've got to find a way to convince the undying lava hand lobby to grasp and eat the pterodactyls there it is <laughs> that is our solution america that is it Everyone wins. Only that's the only way we can move forward together. Until the velociraptors break out, and then we're Maybe. all screwed. Maybe I don't know. I can't say for sure. <laughs> I also back moving on. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, not the most box office successful movie. Robert Rodriguez from Dusk Till Dawn achieved cult status. It's being reported that the film is being ad- adapted into a television series under the El Rey Network banner, which also happens to be Rodriguez's latest creation and owned by Univision. The English language station will launch later this year with From Dusk Till Dawn and another untitled show produced by Star Trek Into Darkness scribes Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi because they're into everything. Uh, one of the pinnacle plot reveals that could give us a hint as to what to expect in the series came toward the very end of From Dusk Till Dawn, where Richie Gecko, George Clooney, and Kate Fuller, Juliette Lewis, leave a bar after surviving a terrifying night fighting off vampires. We see the camera pulling away to reveal there's an occult pyramid behind the bar and a truck like a graveyard. Could be interesting to see which direction the now-turned TV series will head. Uh, true Blood. Titty Twister. Yep. Uh, now, it doesn't seem like a true... It's got a little so bit of that. If, if, if you mean there are vampires involved, yes. Yeah, that's, but, that's pretty much it. Yeah. But True Blood is also very romance-driven. Well, it's also yeah. like, mm, true. Uh, how do vampires and humans live together peacefully, sort of? Well, that's <laughs> just it. In this story, this is, they do. let's kill yeah. the evil vampires. Yeah. I mean, that's what that yeah. movie's all about. So I would, I would hope, much like The Walking Dead, that it's just about killing those things that are evil and trying to kill us. I'm glad to have evil vampires again. Yeah, I'm sick yeah. of us the, the like, monster. I don't know why we like vampires now. I don't get it. Can we get more of what's her name stripping? Selma Hayek. Oh, that's a great scene. <laughs> oh lord, that is Selma a great Hayek scene. With the giant snake. I'd watch that whole. Yeah. I'd just make that the whole movie, man. Yeah. I'd watch a movie of Selma Hayek stripping. Uh huh. That and I hope it keeps that sense of humor, that dark, gritty sense of humor. I think that it, it will. I mean, that's he's he's behind. Yeah, it. he's behind he it. So. it he won't let it get away yeah. from him too much. Yeah. Because because this famous penis penis gun penis gun's great. <laughs> Yes. So we had Selma Hayek stripping in that and uh, Dogma. Silent Bob Strike Back. Or Dogma, right? Dogma. You're right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. She was even hotter in Dogma. What am I thinking? I want that to be a movie. <laughs> just just Selma Hayek, Hayek in Dogma it stripping. It was a movie. Yeah. I'm make just, your, no, you're you're going to go home Selma now Hayek and part. make your own it movie. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah Selma, I'm just going to I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make a movie of that. I'm just going to keep rotating between those two scenes. I'm just going to look it up on YouTube. The work has been done for you. Good stuff. Little pigtails sucking on a lollipop. Forget it. Forget it. It's bad news. This description of a new show comes from Adult Swim, of course. Quote... In the new animated comedy series, Mike Tyson Mysteries. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Mike Tyson is taking the fight from the boxing ring to the streets by solving mysteries. <laughs> Perfect. What? Perfect. This wow. is going to be awesome. But this is what we were just talking about. Where yeah. is it, where, what happened to this kind of sense of humor? In this yeah. this is going to be great. Yeah. Armed with a magical tattoo on his face and a trusty associate by his side, a talking pigeon... Yeah, of course. If you have a problem that needs solving, Iron Mike is in your corner. He loves pigeons. The series incorporates live-action appearances featuring Mighty Mike himself, and the gloves come off as the former heavyweight champ and his foul-mouthed partner gear up for a weekly adventures as they put unsolved mysteries, like how to defeat the supercomputer at chess, or why famous author-slash-werewolf can't finish his novel, Down for the Count, unquote. Nice. I'm in. Yeah, that's a total, that could Uh, be a lot of fun. I'm flashing back to the old Mr. T cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Bit. T was wow. the first one to come to my mind, and then later on, I thought of the uh, the WWF cartoon. Yep. F. Oh wow! Oh, uh, yeah. the Wrestling superstars. What yeah. were they doing? I yeah. did love that cartoon. Hulk Hogan, the Hulk Hogan yeah. one. Hulk Hogan the yeah, superstars. That's the one. Yeah. They were always just trying to beat Nikolai 
the bad guy. The yeah, they were the, 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 Rush, the Russian guy. Like yeah, they were just and, uh, and the Iron yeah. Sheik. And the Iron Sheik. They were yeah. always just trying to Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. I remember one where they were on a train, and he had to throw Nikolai Volkov off a train. But that could be fun. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Play, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. That shit's not on DVD. That's weird. That's not. That on is DVD. weird. Really. Yeah, of all the weird stuff, you know, it's on DVD. Yeah. That's on DVD, There's and WWE is so huge. It well, is. It's, they're it's, interesting how they how they manipulate their image. Yeah. It's really strange. They just reissued all the WrestleManias for ten bucks a pop, and I almost threw down on a bunch of them. I might still. I almost got three. That's another world that. N- Plays well to its audience. It knows what its audience yes. wants, and it caters to its you audience. You are right. NASCAR, that I mean, and that's part of their. That's a huge reason they're so successful, and why it's just kept going. Yeah, for so freaking there's a lot long. of stupid, bad decisions that go on in the mix of it. Yeah, but because of that unified, unwavering vision, to a degree, yeah. they do have phenomenal success as like, well. This is what the people yep. want, so give it to them. Yeah, even though John Cena is. Just lame balls. Yeah. So many people adore him, and I get it. I've seen all yeah. his his Make a Wish stuff. I understand why he is adored by so many people, and, and he's, he's a good, good guy. Dude, and he does. He's good a good things. dude doing good things, and he's he knows just, how to play that. And just yeah. yeah, and he exactly exactly. So that's fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I've changed my tune a little bit. I still would love anybody else to have that belt, though. Oh, he's just. <laughs> He's so boring. He's so boring. What kind of belt does he have? You miss the rock. Like a rhinestone belt? Or? You miss the rock, don't you? No, I don't like the rock either. He's boring too. CM Punk was interesting as the champion. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. That last CM Punk's a, a cool dude too. He's cool, man. Yeah. I like his stuff. I watch too much wrestling. It's so dumb. Oh, guys, have you seen AJ Lee, by the way? No, I have no I idea. Don't know who this is. Okay. Look up AJ Lee. Hot. So hot. Um, and oh, Jeff's right, right on his phone. She's go. so hot. She's so hot. But I'll tell you, this, the thing is, the way they've written her character in WWE is a travesty. She is just a crazy girl, quote unquote. Well, that you know might what I mean? be partly what's making her hot. Well, no. Well, yes, but it's gross. It's gross. I hear you. Because she's a powerful, <laughs> interesting, independent woman and could be a real role model. But instead, they have her jumping from dude to dude. Almost on a uh, weekly basis. She's been with this one guy for a long time now in the storylines. Yeah. But, you know, but they depict her as crazy. And it's just, it's so disempowering. And it's really, that, I, I, I find a little bit, it's a hard time. But, a hard time taking it. But, you know, but she's hard there, Well, too. I mean, are there any, like, positive female roles in that I guess world? Kelly Kelly. Yeah, I would think there's this, a few divas yeah. that kind of hold up the bar a little bit, but it's still it's there very, aren't that many positive male roles, really. No, it's all objectification. Yeah, it really is objectification, but it's also it's, I don't know, it's just pure entertainment, stereotypical. Yeah, I don't know. They're, it's they're probably, gladiators. It, it's it's not good for you, but it's fun. It's entertainment, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's fine. They make them into superheroes. Well, that's the whole point. Caricatures, if you yeah, will. oh, definitely. Yeah, but I think unfortunately a lot of the audience doesn't catch that some does a good chunk of the audience are people who are in on the gag yeah have been watching wrestling since kids figured it out and still see the appeal yeah it's still and get the gag and see that yeah. okay it's fake but it's kind of fun and some people honestly just get caught up in the excitement of it yeah all. some people get up get like jerry springer with it yeah i think one of the things is like when you're when you're young and you kind of lose a little bit of this when you're young there's a good guy there's a bad guy but when you grow up you don't really have as much of that 
and it's nice to see a situation where you're like, okay, that guy's the good guy, that guy's the bad guy. Well, and it's of, nice to have that situation. Look at a lot of movies out there. That's why a lot of movies get oversimplified. Yeah. You know, because it's like we need good and bad. Because yeah. life is so great. It's yeah. nice yeah. to just Clean, get that. Yeah. It's nice to, to have something about to the reality bit. of life a yeah. lot I'm gonna of go times. Up. But also, but also have it to be silly enough to be like, okay, this yeah. is a different fantasy You're for right. my mind to go to. You're but right. I mean, that's the joy of G.I. Joe. You couldn't get much more straightforward nope. good guy, bad guy. Lunatic fringe commandos that cosplay. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Some research. Uh, research. Research. Some research has come to the conclusion that playing violent video games makes people more aggressive in the short term. Fucking bullshit. Come here. Come here. Uh, uh. <laughs> but new research, as highlighted by Forbes magazine, shows that the competition found in many video games may be at the root of that aggression there and not is. necessarily the violent content. There it is. PhD yeah. candidate Paul Adachi, the co-author of the paper to be published in the Journal of Youth and Adolescence, called Demolishing the Competition, the Longitudinal Link Between Competitive Video Games, Competitive Gambling, and Aggression, finds proof that aggression is directly related to the competition. He came to the conclusion that aggression and competition were linked after conducting a longitudinal study based on the self-reporting of 1,771 high school students over the course of a four-year period. Adichi and co-author Tina Willoughby examined a number of different genres for the study, including sports and racing games, because of their competitive natures. They also studied competitive forms of gambling, such as poker, and non-competitive forms, like raffles, as part of the research. Researchers ultimately came to the conclusion that, quote, competitive video games, uh, sorry, competitive video game play was correlated moderately positively with aggression and that the correlations between the non-competitive video game play and the aggressions were small and mostly negative. Competitive gambling also was correlated moderately positively with aggression, whereas the correlations between non-competitive gambling and aggression were small and positive. The research also found that players who played cooperatively with each other in games were the least aggressive of all. The competitive nature of gaming is an aspect of violent video game research that should be explored or at least taken into account in future studies if these studies are to be taken seriously going forward. Nice. Nice. That's a real good point. I mean, there's a reason that most of the more violent people in your high school are in sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good I mean, point. I think there's a connection there. I mean, sure, because you do have to be somewhat aggressive to be competitive. You totally you do. Know, you mean you have to look out for number one, and you mm -hmm. have to. So, in any competitive situation, there's some aggression that's there, and if yep. it's the pinnacle of what you're doing, then it's only going to make you be in that mode more they often. I just had uh, one of the just a couple of days ago. I was reading this that one of the big guys in the uh, StarCraft II uh, leagues got fired from his competitive team because oh, yeah? of his getting too aggressive. bad behavior. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he would rage quit would games rage quit. and just be all... Oh, yeah. Well, that's be, I really think it's also, happen. I mean, on an entirely different subject, but I think it's one of the reasons a lot of actors don't audition well is because it's competitive. And most of what we're taught as actors is cooperative. Work together. Yep. Work as a group. Try to, as the group as a whole. And then mm -hmm. here's this one thing that's very essential to getting the job the getting the role, but you have to be somewhat aggressive in order to do it. Mick Napier 
I was able to sit in on one of his classes and that was the focus of the yeah. day was talking about auditioning specifically for like second city and things like that. Yeah, it's hard. And it was, yeah, it's just get, get ready. Cause you're going to go counter to everything you've learned. You're going to go counter to all these things. It's just, re- he had, he was really you, fun and funny about it. You don't have to, but you do, but you do. Yeah. If you want stuff. it, if you want it. And yeah. then that day comes down to how bad do you want it kind of thing too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back in the day, you wanted something bad enough. You killed somebody. I mean, you have to be, as an actor, you have to be aggressive enough to go to a lot of auditions. Yes. You don't necessarily have to be aggressive towards your fellow auditioners. (sighs) Well, but in a way, you are. It helps to get the job if everybody else has their legs broken. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I mean? You just do your best. You present what you can. But you do have to have that fire in the gut and real. mm -hmm. Yeah. But you don't have to be like, yeah, this guy. You know, you don't have to screw people over to make. Them you don't have to be, worse. but a lot of people do. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And it and does I happen. Think, I don't think it's the best way to go about it. Not at all. It'll come back to bite you sometimes. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but there are plenty of Hollywood success stories where that has paid off. That horrible kind of yeah, yeah, gross shit. It's just yeah. it's alpha yeah. male type behavior. What are you gonna do? And auditions have well, never it's been just a great alpha person. Judge alpha person. Yeah, who's yeah. gonna be right for a role anyway? Yeah, you know, there have been people that have auditioned really well. Yeah. They get into the role, and then they find, oh, this person is not right for yeah. this role, and then they have to recast all the time. And you have uh, Indiana Jones, uh, yeah, Mama from Mama's Family, yeah, perfect example, yeah, just completely. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Valerie and Valerie's <laughs> family. Come on, come on, I let you go. I go was with it. Play along. <laughs> no, this is no. I got I got nothing against Vicky Lawrence. Good on her. <laughs> Good for her. She's like a funny 15 lady. In that show too. Gosh, she was such a young on the person Carol back Burnett in the show, day. Yeah. She was literally like eighteen. Yeah, she 17. was very young. Yeah, yeah it was like Goldie Hawn and laughing. Yeah, yeah. Funny lady. Yeah. We're going back to a story we talked about in 2011. Really? Getting the way back machine. February 2011, when Mayor Dave Bing said no to RoboCop after a tweeted suggestion by a fan that the Motor City Lawman from the 1987 film and sequels be immortalized in art. Well, the argument was based on the fact that Philadelphia had its Rocky statue and Detroit deserved a signature hero as well. So a Facebook page quickly sprouted up and a Kickstarter fundraising project erupted, eventually exceeding the necessary $50,000 to create a massive RoboCop Replica. Are you serious? It's happening. Doesn't surprise me. Fifty grand's not that much. That's nothing. This fan-supported effort to build the badass beat cop raised a total of sixty-seven thousand four hundred thirty-six dollars through two thousand seven hundred eighteen backers to construct Officer Murphy. Even actor Peter Weller jumped on board with a video championing the idea. Of course he did. Uh, quote, it hit a sweet spot. It's a fun and funny idea to build a statue of RoboCop, said project <laughs> yes. leader Jeff Pandoroff. Uh, foam components and design elements were finished at Across the Board Creations in British Columbia this month. The Imagination Station in Detroit has offered a place on its property at Roosevelt Park to install the 10-foot-tall statue, which has now been cast and is headed to Venus Bronze Works in Detroit to be bronzed. Uh, Brandon uh, Wally, director of the development at Imagination Station, hopes to have the monument in place by summer 2014. And, of course, the RoboCop reboot, directed by Jose Padilla, is currently in production, expected sometime in 2014 as well. That original RoboCop's another one of those movies that falls in that category. It does. It really does. It scratches that itch. It's surprisingly gory. Yep. It's entertaining, but it's, it's real gory. It's, like, yeah, and that like when he when he when that when the guy gets slimed up. That's one of my favorite yeah. moments when the guy yeah he gets all slimed <laughs> yeah. up, yeah. and then he hits him with the car, and he just 
Totally obliterates yeah. it. Oh, God, it's just so yeah. funny. It's just, that you first know, movie is yeah. a lot of fun. It's oh. a good little movie. And and what's his name uh, from that '70s show and Star Trek? He's so good. Oh, yeah. Kirkwood Smith. Oh Kirkwood, yeah, yeah. Is that his name? Kirkwood yeah. Smith. I remember see, when I, the first time yeah, I great. saw Robocop. badass. It's it's a freaking disturbing movie. Oh, it's yeah. a very disturbing. Like movie. I mean, now as an adult, I mean. It's it's still disturbing, but, but like that opening, it's a violent, horrible that world. sequence well, where they're torturing um, yeah, Murphy, yeah. like, and they're shooting pieces of him off, and yeah. it's a horrible it's, world. I still sit, look back and go, "Fuck, that's could have scarred me really it's, badly." It's not that as a far kid. from Detroit today. No, I know <laughs> that's the thing. Exactly. That's, that's not what I'm, I'm getting. But that's what. But yeah. that's but that's the scary thing. It's like they need RoboCop. They're doing what they can, but they could really use him. But it's scary to think. That people would really want a fascist police machine to come in and get shit done, because it's rough. I don't know, man. It's a fun movie, though. It is for oh, you younger so listeners fun. who have not seen if it. If you've not seen RoboCop, watch that movie. My buddy Doug gave me the Criterion Collection. I have the super deluxe version of, of all that. No, of, Rob- of the first RoboCop. There's a Criterion. There is collection of RoboCop. I have the Criterion. I believe version I have it. If you want to borrow it, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty. Mr. Slick. X. Criterion's collection has expanded a little bit, but still always good movies. Always good movies, man. But yeah, that's an know, interesting. And it's collection. Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, yeah. There's another bit of advice. If you don't know what movies to buy. Just go on the Criterion and get any Criterion movie. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, get get Hulu. <clears throat> I have neglected this feature. I've watched a few, but yeah, they're, you know the Hulu criteria. has the entire Criterion collection. That's or, right. A big chunk of it. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah I remember so that. So you should get Hulu. You can stream every Criterion movie without commercial interruption. Wow. Is that the basic or do you have to have the Hulu Plus? Uh, that might be Hulu Plus. Okay. We have Hulu Plus. Yeah. But it's still only like 10 bucks a month. Yeah, that's still very you, worthwhile. You know what I'm saying. I, yeah. I just watched The Red Balloon the other day. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a good movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. On a side note, next time uh, you see Mr. X, give him a good smack because he comes into town, breezes in and breezes out of town, and has not once come on our show. Douglas is a busy, busy man. I'll just say that he's got a lot of irons. If in he's fire got right time now. to karaoke in Vegas. He's got time to come on our show. All right, I mean, <laughs> the invitation's out there. If you're listening, I know Doug, he knows. I've told him every time I've seen him. You know, you can pop on anytime. And finally. Capcom's UK marketing department will fill a swimming pool full of blood, gore, and other body parts to promote the release of its next Resident Evil game in London. The, quote, first ever blood-filled swimming pool can hold about 55,000 gallons of water and will feature fake, of course, human torsos as flotation devices, (laughs) intestines as lane markers, and all kinds of gruesome objects floating in the water, including bloody bandages, eyeballs, tendrils, and blood clots. So you can go <laughs> swimming in a yeah. giant blood pool. Zombie lifeguards will also be on hand. Tickets for the event near London's Olympic Stadium That's will cute. be available for free on Monday, May 20th, uh, but only 200 will be given out each day leading up to the pool's opening on the weekend of May 25th and 26th. Those under 18 must bring a parent. Uh, quote, Capcom are thrilled to be able to create the world's first blood swimming pool, Capcom's UK PR manager Adam Merritt said. Quote, Zombies have been kept very busy lately doing a variety of PR stunts, so rather than have them do the expected, we want to give them some time off for a canal-side relaxation in London. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations launches on Xbox 360, PS3, Wii U, and PC May 24th. A demo for the game will be released next week. I mean, Nat always gets into that debate of uh, are they actually zombies, but that's a whole other debate. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, interesting. I have that game on a 3DS. I think I'm going to have to sell it back. I don't know. Cause I Is haven't it bad? Played. No, it's good. 
it's actually good. It, this game is far superior to um, the Revelations. Yeah, the new one's coming out. This new one that's coming out is a Dark remake Hell? of the 3DS game. <gasps> that's right. That yeah. is right. It's the it's the it's the console port of the 3DS game. Okay. The 3DS game suffered because, as we all know, the 3DS only has one analog stick. Only if you buy the dongle can you mm. really play that game. It's still, I mean, it's still fun. It's still good. And the 3D effect is really sweet on it, but it doesn't need it. Buying the dongle just sounds like. <laughs> that's, something, that's something you do in Vegas. Yeah, uh, that's dirty. Yeah, was, it's yeah. dirty. That I was extra, getting a massage, extra, and then I bought the dongle. That extra 3DS, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, what is it? Circle Pad Pro, they call it. Yeah. They're actually I don't know if it. Circle Pad Pro is any better. They have one for the XL. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and it like almost uh, it so increases huge. the size of yeah, the whole so thing. Yeah, it's so stupid, but whatever. It's like you thought it was hard to put in your pocket before. <laughs> now. But it's a good game. Speaking it's a good, good game. So uh, I am thinking, like I said, I'm thinking about, because I haven't played much on my 3DS. I'm thinking about trading it in because uh, it's still going to be, it's going to be like a $40 game still. But yeah, but it's better than that fucking Resident Evil 6 garbage. Boo, Resident Evil 6. Boo, shame on you, Resident Evil 6. Shame. What are you ashamed about? Write us comments at UglyCowShow.com and watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Yes, like us on Facebook, please, and tell your friends. And when you put posts up, please repost and Tell your friends, share. tell your enemies. Yes, anyone. <laughs> anyone who cares to listen. As Kiss said, shout it. Shout it out loud. Shout, shout. Are we still on Stitcher? We are still yes, on we Stitcher. Are. So you can listen on Stitcher. Yeah, Guys, we're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Like, yeah. Stitcher appreciates what you just did. Yeah, well. We do too. Yeah, right? we do too. Yeah. I enjoy listening on Stitcher. Do you? Yes. You I got that list of the other trauma movies? I like I'm buying the dongle. Uh, yeah. We got it's a couple minutes if we want to go through a. I like buying the dongle. Right. I don't know about no, you. wait, wait, wait a second. Uh, this is where we do. It's time for the big list. Oh, the big, big, big list. What's today's, the big list? We actually do list, have a list. I don't think I've ever done the big list. Is a list of trauma movies. Oh, here we oh, go. Through wow. the decades. All oh, right. It's like, oh, there's a big list? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is starting in 1976 and nice. goes through the last apparent movie that they released, which is in 2009. All right. Todd, so what right. I'd like you to do. Okay. Uh, all you guys start writing down the different characters that we have for the show and intermittently call one out and I will read the list as that character and change it up as we go along. Okay. That's a big list. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, And do be aware that I might have to stop this at any time for time. For those of you, uh, uh, for me, because I'm still somewhat new to this world, uh, do you regularly do a big list? Big list is something we we used to do as... Uh, because we had a much shorter show back then, so we to get a longer show, we'd find a fantastic list that existed on the internet somewhere, <laughs> and then, and then share it, it with the masses and discuss it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's like the big list. The AFI top 100 movies, and then yes, but usually it. something much nerdier. Yeah, much geekier. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think uh, if I may, uh, it seems appropriate to start perhaps with Robot in Jail, don't you think? Yeah, but I'm yeah. going to stop that shit real quick. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you can stop it real quick. It's Duds in 1980. Squeeze play, exclamation point. Waitress, exclamation point. The 1982. 1976 one that was on there. Oh, whoops, 1970. East End Hustle. I like East End Hustle. 1982. The Curse of the Screaming Dead. <laughs> I hear that every night when I try to lay my head on my jail pillow. Is that a trauma movie? I hear that every night when I try to lay my head on my jail pillow. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's in pre-writes. <laughs> Ferocious female freedom fighters. Nikolai Stopspokesky. 1983, the first turn on. Stuck on you. Exclamation point. Of their movie end with exclamation. As in you don't know what happened until you see boom. Hey, oh, I should see. Because it's exclamation. 1984, dreams come true. 1984, also the Toxic Avenger. 1985, Igor and the Lunatics. <laughs> that that Dick, is named for my cousins, actually. <laughs> Dick Cheney. Nature Calls also came out in 1985. I'm fucking when Nature Calls, I just I, I ignore it. I, I just do, I do it where I want when I want. I thought you just shot it in the face. And, well, sometimes, most of the time, I just go because 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 my wife needs to know I own this house. Everywhere I am, it's mine. 1986, class of Newcomb High. Uh, that's basically every generation since mine, in my opinion bunch of wasteoids <laughs> combat shock well that's bullshit everybody knows nobody has combat shock unless you're some kind of panty waste doesn't hold his own water nobody just fight just go fight who needs a rasta banana <laughs> also in 1986 there was monster in the closet <laughs> my cousin gay banana was that 1987, <laughs> Deadly Daphne's Revenge. Don't I know it? All right. Also, 1987, Chillers. That's a place I narrowly escaped with my life. It's a place where they make smoothies called Chillers. 1987, Surf Nazis Must Die. <coughs> Story of a Junkie. Lust for Freedom. 1988, Rabbit Grannies <laughs> and Trauma's War. 1989, they call me macho woman. That's true. I think it's maybe time for some mumra. Oh. <laughs> also, in 1989, <laughs> Fortress of America, spelled with three Ks, indicating the Ku Klux Klan, having some hand in the nefarious activities of the fortress mentioned in the title. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Beware. Children at play! Exclamation point! In a Toxic Avenger, Part 2 and Part 3, The Last Temptation of Toxie, both films released in 1989. A busy year for Toxie, to be sure. 1990, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. I gotta check that out. 1991. The class of Newcomb High Part 2 Subhumanoid Meltdown. Uh, that's what I say to Slythe whenever he questions my orders. He Switch up, Voha! <laughs> Wizards of the Demon Sword. <laughs> Not much Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. The I toxic actually had a friend crusaders. that was in Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. Really? Awesome. 1992. State of Mind. 1993. Space Zombie Bingo. Vong. <laughs> the Trauma System. Ha 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 ha. Class of Nukem High 3. The Good, the Bad, and the Subhumanoid. <laughs> the Joctor. Yes. The 
doctor. That's what I was trying oh, to remember. The doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, no, now I remember. Okay. Yeah. Femme, Femme Fontaine, killer babe for the CIA. Yeah, she was great. All right, okay. 1995. They didn't do nothing in 1995. What do you know about that? Bunch of pussies. 1996. <laughs> Tromeo and Juliet. Classic. 1997. Bugged. Bugged like my butthole. Sergeant Kabuki Man public service announcement. Uh, hamster PSA. Teenage cat girls in heat. Don't I know that story? The Tromaville Cafe. The jester dwarf that tickles with a feather and a treat comes out. <laughs> I'm trying to remember him. <laughs> I think he sounds like this. He does sound like that, yes. 1998, fag hag. How appropriate. (laughs) What are the odds? Decapitated. What was the the superhero? A viewer discretion advised. 1999, terror firmer. Back road driver. No, back road diner. Oh, that's another thing for my butt. It's a back road diner. All right, everyone's fan favorite, necropsy. Yes, necropsy. <laughs> Touch me in the morning. Shut up. Shut up, you're dead. No, that's not one. Citizen Toxie, the Toxic Avenger 4. Troma's Edge TV. Medley, Brandy Disculia. What the what? <laughs> the Rowdy Girls, the Comeback. Dumpster Baby, one of my first cases. Stab. 2001, the making of Terror Firmer. 2002, all the love you cans. It's a pun on Cannes Film Festival. It also has an exclamation point. Stab. You're dead. Dab, you're dead. Ha! Apocalypse Soon, the making of Citizen Taxi. Jewish film producer. <laughs> All right. 2003, <laughs> Wise Guys versus Zombies. This was okay. They could have done a little more with it, but it worked. Okay. Zombageddon came out after that. That was... Uh, uh, didn't live up to its full potential, but it had a lot of potential. All right, Doggy Tales, Volume 1, Lucky's First Sleepover. That was probably a children's movie, I would hope. Parts of the Family. Parts of the Family, okay. 2004, Tales from the Crapper. <laughs> Lolly Love. Virgin Beasts. Make your own damn movie. This is 2005 here. Space Days. Flesh Eaters. No, probably not a stretch for what you got going, Jerry Lewis. (laughs) Flesh Eaters from Outer Space. 2005, they had Pod Zombies. Oh. 2006, (laughs) Debbie Rykorn Confidential, My Years in Dromaville Exposed. Special Needs. Cyorg 7. This one might be tough. I need to lose 10 pounds. That's what they say. Anal no. Stiltskin. <laughs> that's, a, uh, that's going 2000, back. 2007. Blood, boobs, and beast. <laughs> Was that him? I think so. <laughs> 2008. Poultry in motion. Truth is stranger than chicken. 2009. 
Direct your own damn movie. I guess they re-released it. <laughs> At least it's not Tiffany Lemon Squares. Oh Poultry guys, night of the Tiffany Lemon Squares. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is the last ones here. Last one of 2009 was Poultry Guys, night of the Chicken Dead. And then there's see also Trauma Entertainment. The list of Trauma Team video titles, the list of horror films, the list of fantasy films, the list of science fiction films. I think that's it. That's a whole lot of movies. It is. That's yeah. a big list. I didn't even get a chance to do X-13. That is a big <laughs> list. Thank God. <laughs> Trauma gets all the future points. All the future points. <laughs> Yes. And so do you. And until yes. next week, I am yes. Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Just Michael. Captain Luddite. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. And there's probably a few characters we missed. Oh, a there's few. plenty. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Still, there's that's plenty. a lot. That's good. That's a lot yeah. of characters. <laughs> it was a nice little uh, rundown of the best oh, ofs, though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Memories. Memories. I hope they're different enough. Some of them are pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. Some of them, some of them sound exactly no. the same. Did, did, Dick Cheney about. come from you doing Mumra? Dick Cheney did come like from Some of them Mumra. come from other ones. So. And Mumra is not far off from Voha, no. my Klingon yeah. voice. And Voha came from me doing uh, one of the Skeksis. That's what I based that voice off of, one of the Skeksis in the Dark Crystal. Okay. okay. Chamberlain. Yeah. 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 Trial by stone. Although it's nice to see the, the dwarf that tickles with the feather and the tree comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tickle with the feather and the tree comes dancing out. <laughs> tickle with the feather and the tree comes dancing out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we could have done the dwarf that shits and poops, but it's kind of the same That is the one. That is the one. I am the dwarf that shits and poops. And he has many names. Out. <laughs> I go by many names. And <laughs> 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 I... Well, we had, oh, we had, who was that? Rumple, anal stiltskin, anal stiltskin. <laughs> but then there's also Rumple Dickskin, right? Oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's anal stiltskin and Rumple Dickskin. Distant cousins. Well, since we go to memory lane, let's uh, end the show with a rousing. Uh, Chorus of Oh, I like eating coffee. 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 Oh.